This is the Overton Window podcast. I know I said it wrong, <laughs> but I didn't want to do exactly the same reaction that, that I did, did that other time. Because yep. repeating your intro is super lame. Unless it's a good intro that you made so you can repeat it every time like every other podcast does. Okay. This is just a bunch of like tautologies and pointless statements. This is the Finding the Overton Window podcast. I'm Daniel T. Fuller. I'm Paul Dougal. I'm Emmanuel watson And today we're going to talk about social media and loneliness. And I think these topics are pretty intertwined. We might have another loneliness focus episode at some point, but very topically, I, I mean, I, I think it's very topical. I think that we've been coming up with a lot of good uh, like episode topics that have been coinciding with news. So for instance, right before, when I was driving in to come here with my good buddies and record the episode about finance, I believe, the, the new national debt news came out right as I was driving in. <laughs> and today, when I was driving around earlier in the day, I heard news about Nancy Pelosi's husband. Oh, did you guys yes, hear about I this? I did hear about that. No, I haven't. Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, hated by lefties, hated by right-wingers, sometimes beloved by liberals. She uh, has most recently been uh, called out for her husband engaging in huge amounts of stock trades while she has privy to all this special information. Um, So she's not like the most well-beloved person, but earlier today, a man broke into her house and beat her husband half to death with a hammer. He's 82. The guy was like 40. They both ended up at the hospital. He went around her house saying, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? She wasn't home. And uh, they, they checked his social media. And there was, of course, a bunch of conspiracy theories on there about stolen elections, things like that. Oh, uh, no. Probably a COVID one as well. So, uh, you know, if you're a Republican, you might be thinking that, <laughs> damn, <laughs> there go the midterms. Because <laughs> that, that does not look good. But um, sorry, that, regardless of your political affiliation, I'm sure we can all say that. That sucks that for Mr. Pelosi. That's kind of an evil thing to have happen. Mm-hmm. And regardless of your side of the political aisle, you really don't want to have that stuff happen for because it makes us look like we're not, you know, the United States of America. You look like you're a country where uh, yeah, people just normally we look really beat your great. leaders to death with a hammer. I mean, it's been it's been worse a lot. But now nah, anybody who says like, I don't know. I think most of the people who say like this is the worst time in history are just they're really stupid. Because, like, even 10 years ago in America, it wasn't as, as good as it is now in a lot of ways in terms of, like, what people seem to care about, which is, like, the social environment, our technological prowess, things like that. Um, our ability to, like, buy a house and stuff like that. Yeah, that's probably not as good as it was, like, no, a while back. No, but, um, I don't know. I think all that, that golden age stuff, whether you're looking at, like, the, the you know, the Camelot, Camelot uh, people in 60s, Kennedy's, Kennedy's crew... Or you're thinking about the 80s, uh, which is like when most of the people credit the Reaganomic stuff, the, the neoliberal uh, infusion into the economy and the rapid transfer of wealth in the last 40 years since then. There's a lot of reasons that people give for saying like today sucks. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about social media. So obviously, I would posit that this gentleman who assaulted Mr. Pelosi was probably not influenced positively by social media in his life. I could be wrong. He could have reconnected with long-lost family members 
and it was only after their loss that he went insane and did something like this. I doubt it. Um, I think that's kind of crazy. So if this guy was... By the way, they're charging him with attempted murder because uh, not only did he... Probably didn't... Like, I assume he didn't attempt to murder him, but he could have. And it also seemed like by his conspiracy theories. I mean, if you're an 82-year... I mean, to be frank, like, I don't care how old the guy is. He seems... (laughs) I think I've always thought he's kind of a scumbag. Like that trading, that insider trading stuff yeah. really rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. But uh, does anybody deserve to be, be like assaulted and beaten half to death? Like, it? yeah, probably yeah. not. Yeah. Like um, taking justice into your own hands. It's well, yeah. This is why vigilantism is is like bad because yeah. if you just yeah. if you end up targeting people <laughs> who are probably yeah. not like you know guilty of literally anything at all. Uh, and you, you're like, oh, I'm, I am self-righteous. Which, once again, gets back to the social media, right? Like, he's been, he convinced himself, mm-hmm. or was convinced, that he was self-righteous, that he was righteous in his cause. Um, so, how? let's say, I'm going to assume a lot of it was on Facebook. That's probably a good assumption. Probably, yeah. How responsible do you guys think? We've already had our platforming discussion, right? So, we don't need to rehash that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But how responsible do we think that Facebook was for how influenced he was by some of these ideas that spread online? Realistically, probably very responsible. Like, I would say if it wasn't for Facebook, the vast majority, like, the the dude probably would have never came to, I mean, maybe not, who knows, but I feel like a lot of stuff gets spread through social media that wouldn't otherwise, but I don't think it's realistic, nor is it... um, So, yeah, along that line, like, I agree that if Facebook didn't exist, he might not have been exposed to those ideas. But I would also say if hospitals didn't exist, he also probably wouldn't have been exposed to those ideas for very different reasons. (laughs) Fair enough. If roads didn't exist. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, So, like, if, if, you know, like, during the Revolutionary War, should the British have held the letter runners responsible for the thoughts of the revolution that ran through the colonies? Mm. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying yeah. that, like, well, I, I, I think there's between. I think there's there's a much larger implication here with the social media platform and all the buzz that's been going around it versus someone who's carrying a, a letter from one town to another. Um, <laughs> True. I, I, I think it's a very different conversation, although I do understand your point, And yes, I agree. Um I don't think they will be held responsible. I do think we need to revisit social media and the laws around it and things like that because I think there, there there's a significant number of these kinds of things and also just the news in general where people are getting ideas for stuff, bad ideas, and it's spreading negativity and it's leading to more bad things happening. There's a huge amount of people, even older people, by the way, who only get their news from social media nowadays. Yeah. That's like an increasing, increasingly large amount of people. So I think like, I think 10 years ago even, it probably would have been silly to even talk about this like we are. Yeah. But I think nowadays there's like, it's like you should probably, should we be holding social media to the same standard as we would like an actual news company? Well, obviously not, but should we increase the scrutiny? Yes, mm-hmm. and I think we should. I don't know. Emmanuel, what do you think? You've been quiet so far. Well... I I have heard the perspectives that both of you have given, and 
I even give a perspective? I just played devil advocate. Please well, continue. Fair enough. <laughs> and I think you did a good job with that by saying that, well, you can't just say that social media is responsible. You could also say that, well, the roads are responsible. Had the roads not been present? I don't think that's okay, exactly what his argument okay. was. I and think it, it was that it, yeah. social media can't be held responsible for the same reason I, roads. All I was trying to say, yeah, okay, so this is going to make yeah. me sound like some crazy anco- or like anarcho-capitalist, <laughs> okay? All I meant by that was that there's a difference between responsibility and, like, culpability. And that's culpability. what I was trying to tease Good. apart there. Okay, okay. Yeah. You go back. Go do your thing. I, I completely agree with that. And I was trying to make that very same point. I wasn't saying that you were saying that roads are responsible. <laughs> but... There really is a place to say that, um, to rethink these things and to make social media, to make the information that is shared on social media, um, should I say to police it, is going to say who's going to do it. Uh, we've been seeing recently where Facebook's been, uh, Max Zuckerberg's been called to Congress. Uh, the CEO of Twitter has been in Congress a few times. They've been questioned. We get that there's the need for policing. We still don't know who should do it. And the, I believe we may have uh, touched a bit of this on the very first day where we said, okay, how, how much is too much? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you're like, well, if someone... Someone can share radical thoughts, but then sometimes you feel like, okay, uh, it's not really hurting anyone. Maybe people Mm -hmm. can be very um, combative with certain viewpoints, but you're like, it's not really hurting anyone. But then someone else takes those same ideas and then they grow to something else. So the the, the question is always about where do you draw the line? Yeah, I mean... Sorry, sorry. Like, you are a statistician, and you know that. So whenever we talk about p-values... Uh, It's not about, the problem is not usually the difference between night and day. The the problem is not usually uh, how do you distinguish between something that is clearly significant and something that is clearly not significant. The problem is often where do you draw the line between the very fine differences where you're looking at if some maybe say a uh, 0.05 significant value, then you're like, okay, you end up with a 0.6. A point zero six. Do you call that? And you might say yes. these things look really different to my eye, but they're just barely not statistically they're just significant. Barely not significant. You know, I yes. might report this as not significant in a paper, but if this was something real, I was approaching on the street, maybe I would consider them different, right? Precisely. Like if it was in some kind of application, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a good point, and I yeah yeah I agree that it's a it's a very a thin line, and it's a very hard a hard to draw line, and that's mm-hmm. like where. A lot of the problems are. Um, and, and can I add something? Of course. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things we need to recognize is we always just attack uh, people like Zuckerberg. I feel like he might be one of the most hated men on the planet. Uh, in, 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 uh, I don't know if I, I don't know that maybe, far. Okay, but everyone it, just thinks he looks like a reptile or yeah, like a, a nerdy or a robot loser. Or an alien I don't think. Or he, I don't think people like. Hate him all. Like, I feel like his legs. I feel like Bill now, Gates so. gets more hate than he does. And Bill uh, Gates yeah, has literally yeah, never right committed a crime in his entire <laughs> life. I feel like Bill Gates yeah. has been too out of things to be getting hate recently. Yeah, I don't know. Like, well, that's but, what I mean because it's all the people who are out. Because people still accuse him of all the microchip stuff, right? Yeah, and he's and been buying somehow, up. He's been buying up big tracts of land and yeah. stuff like that. So people are like, uh, you know, like once again, like, do you really want the, Bill Gates to be the guy in charge, like, theory, in charge of your food supply? Well, so. Okay, wait, well, 
because I'm, I'm still going to do that that anti-populism episode with yeah. like the global like the financial people at some uh. point. I still need to do that once. So we're going to toss. We're going to mm. lump Bill Gates in with that stuff. Sure. Like a to be covered in a future topic because okay. I don't want to like. I don't want to just give that like five minutes of fame and then leave it because it's actually yeah. a good topic to discuss of like okay. that that question right like yeah. should 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 I be concerned? Mm-hmm. Hey, if this guy's gonna take charge of your food food supply, do you think you should break into his house with a hammer in order to get him to stop? <laughs> uh, Absolutely not. Well, no, because Le- unironically, if because yeah. uh, that's the problem. Clearly, with some of these someone thought that was a solution. Because the, well, that's the problem mm-hmm. with some of these conspiracy theories is mm-hmm. that like if you if you think that something necessarily is wrong. Then you should do something it is about your, it. it not, your moral yeah, it's not responsibility. just that you can't. It's your responsibility yeah. to do something about it. And that's like, yeah, that's where the whole issue with the like social media comes into play, right? Is if you're, yeah. you're convincing large amounts of people that they have, they actually have a moral responsibility to deal with some evil in the world. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, well, well, of course they're going to break into a hammer. In fact, like. Break you into might a think that it's break into someone's house with a hammer. <laughs> I I left three out, like three of the words off in that sentence. Uh-huh. Um, but get the point. <laughs> yeah, but so like I was mentioning earlier about Zuckerberg and maybe the hate he gets here, right? Maybe other people do get more hate than he does. But we sometimes treat these uh, social media um, companies as though they are the sole problem. And let's be honest, the same way we don't know where to draw the line sometimes, I believe they also struggle with that. We need to, first of all, credit them with the fact that They've given us access to media, uh, like to media that we didn't have for the longest time. And fake news being present now and being rife on social media, it wasn't caused by uh, the social media companies. I remember reading something about a week ago of a report from um, some journalists. I wish I had put, put down details of this where they sat together in a salon was it on a Saturday night? They had to get a story for the Sunday newspaper, and they didn't have anything, so they decided to just make up a story. I think this would have been maybe, I don't know, the 1700s, the 1800s, I don't know. So they made up a story, just coined it completely out of thin air, saying that uh, there were a bunch of engineers from the U.S. And this was a very small town, so they thought, oh, this will have no effect. Uh, made up a story about engineers, uh, a number of engineers from the U.S. going heading into China to bring down the wall or bring down parts of the the Great Wall of China. Okay. And uh, it, it looked like something completely harmless. Yeah, they just yeah. thought, yeah, it was just something. Let's just get the story out just for the day because we don't have anything and our editors will be looking for something. So they made up the story. It actually took hold, uh, ended up, it, it went farther than they expected, reached China, and some Chinese read it and were angry and people like protesters like broke into, I think, a... No, and people actually died. Like several people died because of this. Like broke Boy, into one of the U.S. consulates. <laughs> and like a lot of Americans were hurt in the process because these people just made up a story. And so the people making up stories is not a new thing. I don't think social media people have... Social media companies just set out to say that, hey, let's leave lies out there. I believe they try, mm-hmm. or maybe they don't. But I, I think to some extent, I think it to is some valid extent, to say they try. Yeah, I think to whether some extent, or not enough is try, yeah. up for debate. But yeah. they do try. But they do try, and so sometimes the way we hold them, we I feel like we hold them to a certain level, like a certain level of accountability that. It's not even possible to hold 
anyone to that to such a scale. I because looking at the amount of information that is processed per second, like every day, it's impossible for them. To it's hold impossible the, for them to hold yet. everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so, like Paul determine- was rightfully saying, there is a need for a discussion. How much scrutiny needs to be uh, incorporated into it? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, we still don't know. And so, it, it's up to like individuals to be responsible. Like we have decided to do that. Hey, if we are going to share anything, if we're going to talk about anything, we're going to try to find good sources. If we don't have facts of it, we are not going to that start we spreading list our sources. Mm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that and so that sometimes one of us have said something, and the other person is asked, "Hey, like, do you have any?" like solid yeah. mm-hmm. uh, source for this thing yeah, where we, we actually are ready to call each other out. Yeah. And I, I think if that's something that people can individually, we, we can individually hold ourselves yeah. to that level of accountability, it would reduce it. But to just uh, hold social media companies say that, hey, you should be responsible for the garbage that people spew on your platforms, that's mm-hmm. okay. a very yeah, daunting task. Um, and I think one more thing I want to add in terms of like we need to revisit this in terms of laws and morals and who should be held accountable and stuff. I also think, I mean, this is just a whole different issue about the government. And it's like you always watch the videos of them talking about laws with like Mark Zuckerberg or other people in these companies. And the lawmakers have no clue what they're talking about. Absolutely yeah. <laughs> clueless, saying things that make no sense whatsoever because they don't understand technology because they're boomers and they're old and uner- like actual boomers, not yes. like mean boomers. Like <laughs> no, they were like, born during the baby boom. Boomers. Yes, and it's just painful. And it's like we're never going to make the progress we we should or could make because they clearly don't understand. And I don't think a lot of the times they have any intention of actually trying to understand. Um, and maybe that's a bit of a reach to say, but like. I don't know. We we need people who know what they're talking about and know what they're doing, who also aren't running the companies that are uh, playing a big part in this. Sound like some uh, based technocrat insurrectionist talking <laughs> points there, Mr. Haircut. <laughs> um, okay, I think. Yeah, I think those are. I think those are all very good points. Um, one thing I do want to bring up mm-hmm. is that on the Great Wall of... So, Wikipedia article for what Emmanuel was talking about. So we're showing our sources here. Oh, the okay. Great but, Wall of China hoax. It's really interesting because it's an example of a meta hoax. Whoa. So, originally the hoax done by those guys that he was talking about, Denver reporters, four guys, I guess, mm-hmm. did in yeah. fact make that thing. It did in fact make a big stir um, even in China. In fact, though, there is no connection to the Boxer Rebellion... <laughs> <laughs> so the legend became, and apparently there's like a country song made about it. That do you know, guys know what the Boxer Rebellion is? That, this is big no, I definitely heard about that. Big 1900, uh, basically rebellion against um, like colonialism, against mm-hmm. Christian Christianity, against a lot of the things that we'd been pushing in there ever mm-hmm. since the big opium stuff that the Brits did. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's this big pushback against that, and a lot of people. And so there's this claim that was perpetuated that the Great Wall of China hoax is what caused, was what ignited the. <laughs> Boxer <laughs> oh boy. And that's actually false. Mm-hmm. And so that's like a, a hoax off of a hoax where this thing never, this thing didn't exist, but it was a fake story that caused a thing that actually did happen, but it wasn't actually what caused it and it did actually exist in the first place. So that's a cool Meta. thing. I learned that today. Thank you, Emmanuel. Yeah, uh, not a problem. <laughs> so yeah, I think it said what, uh, June 
1899. You went from 1918, <laughs> and when you were telling the story, you said 17. <laughs> Almost <laughs> all the same thing. Well, I'm glad to have you guys holding me accountable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look at that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, social media. Uh, yeah, I was looking, was looking through some of the loneliness, uh, loneliness prompts here. Mm-hmm. Um, what effect has eplatf have have grammar Emmanuel? What effect have eplatforms should have been has. had on loneliness? No. no, no, it should have been have. It is has. Screw it. <laughs> Just if, go on. What effect have eat platforms had on loneliness? Okay. Like OnlyFans or like TikTok. No. And I would argue like Instagram, even Reddit, right? Mm-hmm. Any community when you can where you can create your either digital group of friends or like a digital harem mm-hmm. of hentai pictures that you put on your wall Please and stare stop. at every night. Oh gosh. Stop it's relevant. It. The very next question yeah. is does pornography address loneliness? Oh, fair In enough. To some degree it does in some degree it doesn't yeah uh depends on how you want to address loneliness yeah so first prompt was uh how has e e platforms affected loneliness yeah of course i mean following all from uh social media and like its effects yeah yeah Yeah. i honestly i besides the hoax yeah i think i mean for anything i think for many things i won't say anything you can make an argument for both sides and i think that's the case here like some people stay in touch with high school friends or college friends or whatever the case or they they have a group of friends on discord that they talk to and they're able to hang out with and stay in touch and that helps but i also think there's a there's a lot especially in terms of like mental health and stuff that have been uh magnified due to social media like whether it's um body image issues or self-confidence issues or Mm -hmm. a million other things for like one person having 10 million followers and this other person not being able to get 100 so they don't think they have value or they think they're worthless and i think social media has really drawn that out in our society at least in america i don't know if it's as prevalent in other parts of the world i'm sure to some extent it is but Mm -hmm. i yeah I'm willing to bet a bajillion dollars that in America it's the worst um, <laughs> because course. that's that's what we do here. <laughs> uh, so I think overall for the average person, I would say it's probably more harmful than helpful. Um, you think, okay, that's a, that's a strong statement. We yes. Can, I feel like every episode you make a strong statement. It's you great. know, it's good. No, he's I'm a not, strong man. I'm saying it's good because it gives <laughs> us like, it's you're willing to put a stick in the sand. That was so loud. You're willing to put a stick in the sand and be like, okay, this is somewhere. It might be far out there. It might not be. But but I'm going to stick a claim, and then we can And it gives us something to talk about. Because, yeah. like, I feel – I don't think I'll ever stick a claim ever besides to, like, criticize someone else's claim. It's just, it's just <laughs> easier too, to, I'm like – such a weasel. Like, I think people. this oh, is, so like – And, like, it could very much be the case that in 10 seconds I completely change where my stick goes. And I'm like, actually, that was a horrible placement of the stick. <laughs> We're going to move that 30 miles to the right. Um, but – yeah, I don't know. Got a place to stick somewhere and got to say something so we can we can work off of it. So Move okay. away from the stick. <laughs> so, the, so the claim is that you think that overall, the integral overall possible parameters, you think that social media has been net bad yes. for the average Joe. And I wouldn't say significantly net bad, but like... Probably so, net bad. So would, would you extend this to the inter, the internet in general? 
Uh, no, I would not extend it to the internet in general. So Just you, social media. So then the internet minus social media has been hugely popular, or hugely positive then. Not necessarily. Not hugely. I, okay. I do think it's been it net been positive. positive. Sorry. Yeah, yeah net positive. I Sufficiently would say, strong net positive to outweigh that social media is a part of the internet. Yeah, yeah. And what would you consider to be... Where would you draw the line of what is a social media? Is Reddit a social media? Uh, that's is a good 4chan question. a social media? I, I still don't know if I know what 4chan is, honestly. It's an image board. Oh. So it's very much like... So it's, it's Instagram. It's really... Back in the day. Yeah, kind of. It's, on, it's, it's anonymous image board. Oh. I would say anything fact, where the main, the main idea behind it is interacting with other people. Is social media so that would include mm. Discord? That would include Wait, what part of the internet is does not does this not include? Because I feel like even like even lifting things have for like everywhere has a forum. Well, yes, but that's not its main purpose. Mm. Okay, like it could be to sell stuff, it could be to explain your market or, or your products, or to tell people about your company, or and like a lot of places do have forums. But if the primary and almost sole purpose in a lot of these cases is to communicate with others in some way, shape, or form, okay. then I would say that's probably good enough to be social media in my head. Okay, sure. Um, and I would say that there are... I would. So I, I'm going to draw a line here. I think that there are better forms of social media and there are worse forms of social oh, media. Oh, without a doubt. Um, I think that... Uh, 4chan is probably dog trash cancer, but not for the reason <laughs> everyone thinks it is dog trash cancer. Um, the lack of moderation is actually very, very cool. Um... It, like the reason everyone hates it is because there's only the worst types of people left in there with the worst mm-hmm. sorts of ideas. Um, but unironically, those people hate like a lot of normie stuff so much that if you just if we just got like a thousand people, like a thousand on. just like like reasonably center line like liberals and conservatives to just hop on there and use the forums, they, they would, would all leave off. all the yeah. slash. So specifically, I'm talking about like slash poll slash biz, like the really uh, the really worst places. Uh, not like some of the some of the boards are like super normal or super just like gamer people. But I, I haven't used 4chan in years. But apparently I'm the only one here who like I, <laughs> knows about it. it. Well, I've never used it. I've never actually used it. I used to lurk. But I anyway, I've heard of it. Anyway, 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 anyway. Um, yeah, I would say that like Reddit is a pretty okay form of social media because like I think the big problem with things like TikTok and Twitter which are becoming the really big ones, right? They're the big ones that are, like, causing lots of issues and stuff like that, is the character limit. The character limit is often criticized as, like, one of Twitter's biggest faults. You think that's the problem? I think it's actually been revolutionary. It's been revolutionary and effective in creating it, but I think that's what... So if you you ask... So anyone who, like, uses Twitter a lot, almost... I think... Actually, I think almost every single person who uses Twitter a lot would agree... And would say so, unprompted, that Twitter discourse is cancer, cancerous, Mm -hmm. is bad. Mm -hmm. It is not good. It is not in-depth. It is super, super attack. And the reason for that is because because you need to express things in short form. It's only short form content. Um, And I agree. It's been revolutionary, and it's part of what drives its popularity. And at the same time, it's a problem as to why the discourse there is so bad. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of okay stuff that can happen on Twitter. Um, I think as soon as you try to get into deeper topics, it's almost always trash garbage levels of interaction. A person's going to do like a 40-thread 
thing mm-hmm. on some like scientific topic, and, and someone's, gonna someone's going to respond to retweet or whatever one piece of uh-huh. that, and then that's what everyone goes off of. Yeah, um, yeah. and it's like I, I think that TikTok is also like it's the short the short form. Mm-hmm. Man, lefty content on TikTok uh- is so funny. Oh god, <laughs> it's so funny. Some of this stuff, some of this stuff, because like you can't actually like all you can do is you say like ah oh, something bad happened and then you're like okay i need to fit in like 20 buzzwords into this thing and then the video's over i can't i literally can't do anymore so it's just like the same like lefty buzzwords over and over again and it's actually i think it's the same for like uh right wing tiktok or hog talk or whatever they whatever you want to call it depending no, if you like it or not but you know I, i'm still not on tiktok i've never been on tiktok and i'll never be on tiktok Sick. for that reason awesome because i'm like i can't fill my brain with such garbage. I mean, but you don't have to, like, you can look at I'm, other I'm, stuff. And I'm pretty sure, no, but looking at TikTok in general, I'm pretty sure it's just bad for you. Like, when they've looked at the attention span deficits, like, which we're already having a problem with, I was, like, kids who use TikTok. Yeah. Like, the way that the algorithm, because I know that, like, Instagram does that in YouTube, both do yeah. that for me, the scrollingness. And the scrollingness in TikTok is like that, but on like steroids. It's mm-hmm. like the most perfect scrolly, time wasty algorithm. Mm-hmm. Um if you've have you ever found yourself going through YouTube shorts? No, not it's YouTube the same shorts. thing. YouTube oh, yeah. shorts caught me one time where I started watching. I was getting random clips of like Family Guy, like League of Legends yeah. clips, Super Smash Brothers Melee, political things, like a bunch of random stuff that just uniquely and appeals to fun. me. It's fun. And it's fun. And then you're like, what you just described, why am I watching like, this stuff? What uh-huh. you just described is like the same content I received. I feel like we almost received the same content, except I receive a bit more, uh, sometimes like religious content as well, besides the political. Like, yeah. Family Guy is one thing that's always on my feed. I'm pretty sure Family Guy is like <laughs> default for a lot of people. Yeah, there's like, so there's like a few. If you, just go, if you just <laughs> go on, if you're like a new account on YouTube, I'm pretty sure you get like. SSS Sniper Wolf or whatever the most <laughs> the most popular React lady whatever her thing yeah. is because it's child friendly it's like a lot of those videos covered um, you get Family Guy you get driving videos mm-hmm. always get the driving videos of the one the 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 peep like here's twenty compilations of of driving karma or whatever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They're actually those, funny because yeah. I hate yeah, bad no. drivers. Oh my I god, hate, everyone hates. Everyone can agree they hate yep. people who do that. So so it's like it's all that sort of content. But mm-hmm. okay. Um, Tell your fiance not to listen to this episode. It is the most like tangential, like off topic episode. She's How's gonna that? hate it. She's I gonna think, hate it. I think we've maybe it's just me. Maybe my brain is just so. You fragmented. think that every single time you're like, we didn't have a single tangent. I'm like, we exclusively went on tangents. No, <laughs> no hold on. Today we've been talking about social media in general. We started by talking just about just because in general we're still talking about social media does not mean it's pertaining to its yeah. effect on society and its contribution to loneliness. Well, at the beginning we're talking about social media and its. Uh, contribution to uh, misinformation, although we didn't call it that, uh, but th- the news that is spread on social media, uh-huh. like what culpability do the companies yeah. have, and like what culpability do I, individuals have? Like, what is our responsibility? Where do we draw the line? We talked about that, and then we moved on to the social aspect. Well, the problem which is, is about, we didn't really talk about it. We kind of like meandered through different parts of it, and that's mm-hmm. that's kind of our style so far. It's kind of mm-hmm. conversational. Yeah, I agree, yeah. but there's a difference between like like. I would envision, like, okay, I'm going to do a syllogism. Like, here's a proposition, here's a proposition, and I think it shows this. Or Paul probably does it because he's willing to actually put a stick in the sand. And then I say, Paul, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Here are the ways in which I'm going to challenge you. And Emmanuel says, well, no, I think one of those ways is actually wrong. But instead, we're just like... 
hey, what about this other thing? Oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. <laughs> Literally. Oh, this kind of relates to that, so it's yep. not a tangent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and now oh, we're this is in about my head now, so driving we'll videos up. on YouTube. Yeah, almost the same Okay, thing. when you say it like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what happens every time without fail. It's okay. Well, that's how conversations work, right? Well, yes, but this is supposed to be a whole, I mean... Well, I don't know if it's supposed to be. Yeah, so, yeah. so the issue, I so I actually think, because I've noticed this, I think that the Fireside Chat episodes always seem better than, like, the more prepared content episodes. And one, I think one of the reasons is because we're just better at chatting than preparing fair enough, fair content enough. because we've had a lot more practice. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that when we are in the more unstructured format, we're a little bit more willing to... Speak allow our ourselves to speak our mind and explore different concepts, and it probably makes us a little more comfortable. Because the way the fire ch- side chats ended up going was we were starting to get into the point where we actually are doing guided topics the whole time, but yeah. we're just chatting more generally about yeah. them. Um, and so I do want to do keep doing the prepared competent like this. I just feel like we need to keep playing around with the formula a little bit because it's not quite clicking, whereas yeah. some of the chat... It, the chats just always just feel rolled, like they yeah. click. They just feel like they roll. Speaking of getting sidetracked uh, and yeah. tangents, yeah. Uh, so back to social media. We can talk about this after. Oh, that's what we're supposed to be talking yeah, yeah. about. True. <laughs> no, I don't mind an episode meta discussion in the middle of the episode. I think okay. it makes. I don't know how our, our listeners factor. will love it. <laughs> They'll be like, "All right, we don't care." Back to the talk. True. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Social media. <laughs> social media. Social media. Uh, we were talking about net negative, net positive oh, of the internet yeah. like an hour and a half what ago. You, Emmanuel, what do you think? About Paul's proposition. My stick. Do you think that it's a, do you think that social media as a whole, as has been previously defined, mm-hmm. is a net positive or net negative for the average Joe Schmo? The average person, I think I'd have to uh, lean more towards Paul's opinion and say that I think it's been a net negative. Really? Okay. Yeah. So one thing that I had wanted to talk about actually was there's something that you notice that in most of the, I think all of the democracies in the world, mm-hmm. there's different ways in which you can categorize these countries. I forgot there's these official titles for all these groups like, hey, we're the group of de- democratic countries or whatever. Um, <clears throat> all of these countries have social media. And what's more, they have more or less unrestricted access to social media. The countries that don't, Russia, China, Iran, Venezuela, (laughs) are you noticing something here? So while I think that even if it is a net negative by some metric, and I think I want to fight the point that it is on overall, integrating overall parameters, I think I would fight that. But I still think it's probably better to have it than to not. Can I push back on that? Absolutely. Social media has only been here for how many years? Uh, the way Paul's defining it, like yeah. less than, even even then it's probably like 20 years. I'd say like 20 years. Like 20 years, right? max. Yeah. We, ha- we are only beginning to see the effects yep. of social media. Yep. And so it's hard to say. I do agree that given the options, would I want to live in a free country or an authoritarian one. I would definitely choose a free country any day, even with the negative effects of social media. Yeah. I would mm-hmm. choose that. However, to say that it's a net positive, I, I wouldn't say that. Now, I, but now I'll explain myself. The, the, the reason why I say this is, uh, like you were mentioning uh, something about the attention deficit. It's really bad. I mean, post-COVID, like yes. I've been teaching a class. Yeah. And so before COVID, 
it, it they are like two different worlds. Yeah. Like before COVID, I often when I step foot in class the first day, I'll tell students, you know what? Look, I don't have a problem with you using a phone in class. Uh, so long as you're doing your work and maybe on your phone every now and then, I really don't care yeah. uh, where the phone is not the priority and all that. If you need to actually talk on phone or something, you can just step outside and do it. You don't have to ask for special permission to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Post-COVID, I still had the same thing. And you look at the number of students that can pay attention for five minutes and yeah. it's shocking. Yeah. Like, I, so, th- there are some students where... Like, they're actually there. They're on Snapchat the whole time. Yeah. Like, taking pictures and posting. Jesus. And it's terrible. Wait, I don't know if you've told... Did you not tell them? I would have just started making fun of them. I wish I'd TA this semester. Mm-hmm. I would have... Oh, that would have been so much fun. I would have yeah. just attacked them, but... Um, and been fired. But <laughs> yeah, I was no, going like to say. It's terrible. Like, yeah. it's bad. That's crazy. I, like, so, attention is lacking. But, and so, based on that, uh, l- yeah. l- like he was saying, yeah. we're going to have, like... I'm not a psychologist. I, I can't speak about human behavior and what these... You uh, expect what, what a trend, yes. But I expect that in the next few years, we're going to have people who cannot concentrate on work. And the only reason why society has seen progress this this far yeah. is because of people having the ability to focus and work and cause development, True. cause progress. True. Like to focus on one thing for a long time. Yeah. I don't think we reached space and uh, invented computers and all the things that have been invented to this day yeah. because we only spent like five minutes doing it. And the moment we can figure it out in five minutes, hey. we just like scrapped the project. Hey, I don't Manuel. think that's how we got there. Hey, Emmanuel, did you consider that nobody was paying attention to you <laughs> because it was just super boring? I do <laughs> teaching. I, I know, but I, it's so just... I so I like I, I think that that's I imagine. So I'm just gonna put this out there. So a lot of those kids probably could have concentrated. They just didn't feel like they had to. And I think that's a mindset thing. I agree more than they couldn't because I I was someone who actually couldn't pay attention for longer than five minutes when I was in undergrad. I had mm-hmm. super bad problems related to that. That didn't have like social media was something that I would go to, but it wasn't a cause of those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even have, a, like, a phone until I was in the eighth grade. So it wasn't like I destroyed my brain cells as a young kid and caused that. Now, obviously, this is – when you see it happening in higher and higher numbers, it's different. Um, I, I do want to say that I didn't – I was making two different statements earlier. Mm-hmm. I didn't say that – I said that I thought it was probably overall good. Okay, I can hear music in the background. It's, it's not music. I can hear uh... – it's, it's like we're the getting sports it, we're getting thing. the sports thing from yeah. some that other classroom. Can we hear what it is? Okay. Hey, anyone who listens to this, if you can like chop apart that and like figure go to the background and figure out what that sound is and like send me the name of that, I'll pay you a hundred dollars. Oh wow. Unironically. Because that'd be super cool. And then I can figure out what it is and make them stop. Maybe. Okay. So like I mean it's probably just it's probably just picking up like a radio frequency or something, honestly. I don't think it works that's well no because there is a guy there's because on the fourth floor there's like someone who listens to that there's like an employee or something yeah who used to listen uh, to that's got to be what it is i'm pretty um, sure okay anyway anyway i was talking about something but that i can hear the voices in my yeah, head i hear it i'm too. going insane they're in the walls um what was i talking net about? positive net negative oh uh, yeah okay so you saw the effects the, of social media yeah, on you. so like the social the effects of social media like the effects of social media overall could be bad okay. um they could still be good and that it, like either way obviously you'd prefer to live in a free country yeah. and either way 
well, maybe we shouldn't get rid of social media altogether no, because, no. like, like obviously you're not proposing that. So, yeah, like, yeah. what I said, like, wasn't a direct response yeah. with the whole, like, Iran thing. Like, the, the, we weren't really mm-hmm. going back and forth at that point. Um, mm-hmm. um, I think that... I think that social media, like, what you're saying with the attention deficit stuff, yeah. I think that, like, that's certainly a probably, or could, let's say, it could be related to too much social media. It could be like a, what would you call it, like a negative externality, a negative side effect of too much social media, of not enough paying attention to things. Um, but what I would say is without social media, do you think people's mental health would have been better or worse after two years of COVID isolation. It would have been... Well, actually, you, this... Because... What if you live in a city, you don't have any parks to go to, you don't have any way to socially interact with people, you're stuck inside, for the most part, for two years as a developing kid. I Yeah, that's fair. As a kid, it would be hard. But I think the average person, like, if social media never existed, they wouldn't be used to being connected to people 24-7. Two years would still be a very long time and still clearly have an effect on the human psyche and and how we process things and whatnot and probably not be beneficial in any way. But I don't think it would be as negative as maybe you're thinking because we're so ingrained that we can talk to people at any time, anywhere, basically, because we're used to social media. That's true. That's true. That's probably true. Um, My answer to that? Yeah, go ahead. So I was in the city about two months ago, New York City specifically. and um, I mean, that is the city. Anyone who says otherwise is wrong. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Big apple. And the number of people you'd often expect to see in the city, like how the city is often like full of life, it wasn't that much. And it looks like, well, COVID did present us with a lot of options, and so, you, like you were saying, like, Paul, you, you were saying, had social media not been a thing, then, of course, it would have had, like, tolling effects on us. But then once things opened up, we would have been more willing to get out and finally, like, interact with people again. Maybe. We would have been maybe yeah. more willing. But maybe. We, or maybe the anxiety would have gotten worse I, for people. I was more anxious to socially interact after COVID. So. But I think he's saying yeah. without any interaction, without any you would be so desperate for it that you would. Yeah. I think that's the, yeah, the, the thing is we had an alternative. Had it wasn't no as good. <laughs> we we had an alternative. It wasn't yeah. as good. Mm-hmm. But we're like, okay, we, we do have something. Plus, people can sometimes be annoying. And uh, you had an alternative where if they were annoying, you can just switch it off. Yeah. People but then you don't get to do that in real life. What? And the, another thing that I said, like, that would be, that's an effect of social media. And the reason why we can pay attention is think about it. Uh, like you were saying with, uh, like, reels and uh, shorts yeah. and uh, all these other things where you get, like, maybe a 10, 15-second video and it gives you everything. And, and they're usually pretty descriptive within, like, within a very short time. Like, you get the full content. Like, it summarizes it perfectly. Yeah. Like, okay, uh, so I noticed a thing about myself. Previously, I used to enjoy going to the cinemas. Mm-hmm. I went to the cinema one time with my fiance. No, at the time she was my girlfriend. We went and to the you cinema. Stand how and long I, it was. Yeah, I couldn't stand how long it was. I was like, oh, why is this taking so long? 
<laughs> Wait, dude, you're actually brain broken. Holy shit. I, mean, I am. That's a shitty I know. movie. What you when was the see? last time you were at the cinema? What'd you go to actually the other day to see Black Adam? And I enjoyed it. You enjoyed it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love going to the movies. I've always hated yeah. bad movies in theater, like <laughs> shitty superhero. I mean, I was just, Paul and I had like an hour long conversation about the state of superhero movies. Oh, gosh, right yeah. So, we'll save that for another um, day. But yeah, I definitely. I, I sometimes find when I'm like sitting there and watching shows that I can't do it anymore, but then I'll watch a good show and it'll be fine, and I realized I just can't watch bad shows anymore. <laughs> so I actually don't... I what did you watch, Emmanuel? Broken in that way. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was trying to remember. garbage it was movie. Just, it was just one movie, and you're like, man, I haven't watched a movie in a year, and I think I can't watch movies anymore, but you just watched like a 3 out of 10 movie? Then, yeah, <laughs> like Morbius or something? Like, hey. <laughs> Not now's not the time to have this fight, Paul. <laughs> and, and speaking of what you were saying about um, at the beginning about vigilantism and social media, I was like, the very first thing I thought of was Batman. Oh yeah, same. I love Batman. Like The Dark Knight's one of my favorite movies. But the guy, like, you don't just march into the streets and beat who you think Unless is a criminal and who's Batman. not. That's what he does. That's yeah, well, that's the thing is Batman has a Batman has extra inter- information we can't we can't. But yeah, <laughs> I mean vigilantism is inherently immoral and that's why Batman is like an anti-hero or at least yeah, how, uh, he's most honestly portrayed as yes, an anti-hero. Yes, but I don't like, think society sees him that way anymore. Like he's seen as one of the I mean, most iconic superheroes. Well, yeah, yeah, but the, the, the but yeah, but that's why people like him is cuz he's dark and gritty. That's the like that's one of the the overarching he's themes moody. of the Dark Knight yeah, yeah. is that he's he's willing to go past the line Emo in boy. order to stop the greatest evil, but like Nobody else is supposed to. That's why he blows. Yeah. That's why his fox blow up the machine at the end, right? Uh-huh. So they can't. They can't do that. Anyway, yeah. I and that's what's great is like, it's in a movie. It's when you get people in real life who are like, I need to be Batman. I need to go beat up this guy with a hammer. Exactly. Control Gotham. Because one man's evil is another man's freedom fighter. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who said that, but. Yeah, and that's well. That's why I mean, that's why like you people Probably should be Batman. against vigilantism. Like, yeah. I think yeah. pretty, as someone who I went for, there's like a ten year period in my life where I wanted to be a vigilante. I mean, every, I feel like every guy went through that period where I was yeah. like, that looks yeah. badass. That looks yeah. really no, no, cool. no, no. I meant like serious, like researching body armor online. <laughs> what and, is like, wrong okay, with you? No, why I, are you like this? Well, I didn't actually buy it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Why are you like this? He probably didn't have the money. That's the only reason why he didn't. No, I, had, <laughs> no, I, I easily had the money, but it was I didn't have like a there wasn't a there wasn't a moral way to apply it right because yeah. i like because that's the thinking it's like when the when the, when there's like rioting and stuff happening yeah. like years ago and i was like oh, do i need to like, do i need to like defend my house do i need to defend my neighborhood like what's happening but then you look at the people who are doing that sort of yeah. thing and i'm like wait i'm not part of that crowd no. <laughs> so then i was like man i like i want to like i want to do that sort of thing but i'm like there's really no i just there's no moral way to do this there's no ethical way to do this and yeah, yeah every guy has like the the power fantasy of like uh-huh. the shooter breaks in and i step up to him and i stop him and i and it, and it for me it, like of course it was part of that but there was a, there was an additional thing of like like at that point i was much more of a much more of like a i don't think the law is doing enough to protect certain yeah. things to protect certain people and like there's people on every side of the political aisle who who can see that sort of yeah, thing yeah. if you right and depending on the depending on like the i mean that's why americans love guns so like True. i yeah and so there was just a lot of a lot of that sort of stuff but yeah no it's it's nothing it's like it's 
there's no good justification for vigilantism. How like did that, we get that on vigilantism? Batman movies, not being able to pay attention oh, to movie. movies. What movie did you see? I still, media. I know this is okay. a giant tangent, but I don't care. No way, we don't go on tangents on this podcast. Shut. I never said that. <laughs> I know we don't. It was in 2021. I'm trying to think. Uh, what so the last movie year? Was. Yeah, it was, it was last year. Because if it was this year, there's literally been no good movies that have come out this year. Wait. So, yeah. or was it this year? All right, it's irrelevant. We're, wait, no, didn't uh, Spider-Man yeah. come out did this year? Did it have a man dressed as a bat? <laughs> didn't did Spider-Man man come out this year? Spider. Uh, no. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Which may have come up with this. Was that the multiverse Spider-Man? Yeah, yeah the, the multiverse. Good one. Oh, that was, yeah. that was yeah, good. Exactly. I enjoyed so, it. I don't want to hear it. Well, no. even then, I sold the even one then in the it was IMAX a little stale for me. That was when it started. Like even the fact that I didn't enjoy that one was magical. It was good. No, that was good. For our generation, it had to be magical. Yeah, that's true. It was generational. Yeah, it was. It was. Nothing like that had ever been done. Where it was like bringing in like different. Like unconnected companies films. Yep. That's yeah, cool. yeah. That was the one exploration of the multiverse that I've enjoyed. Yeah, everything else since then I'm like, all right, I'm done with this shit. Everything <laughs> else someone does, you're like, oh, but he's not dead. Yeah, okay, yeah, we whatever. can just travel. This back. is now the movie episode, <laughs> by the way. Okay, so you can't pay attention to movies. I agree with you that like I have trouble, but I think it's just because I'm older now. I've seen a lot of movies, and I have discerning tastes, and I don't want to sit through, like, a two-hour-long Korean drama where no actual (laughs) plot development happens. Um, That's Mm. fair. Um, Or where bulky guys wearing tight costumes and running around. Well, that's fine if you have a cool plot. Like, like I mean, that just makes me think of, like, Nacho Libre more than a superhero movie. Do you have any Nacho Libre in your <laughs> I forgot that movie exists. I, I watched it with, like, my, with a friend when I was a kid, and he really liked it, and I, like, didn't really get the humor. And I watched it again with my parents, and I thought it was the stupidest movie they'd ever seen, and I felt bad ever after that. And then I watched it again as an adult, and I was like, this actually is the stupidest movie I've I ever remember seen. Uh, Epic oh Movie did a spoof to that in the... I don't know if anyone remembers epic movie. How can you no. do a spoof to a spoof? Yeah, exactly. Amazing. Oh, yeah. It, it was only a small part of it, but it was just... That's what I always remember. I don't remember Nacho Libre itself. I remember the, the, spoof, the spoof from movie. Epic Movie. <laughs> I just remember the scene where he throws the corn into the guy's eye. <laughs> I don't know why. That's like... Uh, oh, I think God. of good memories of like eating that corn as a kid. This is now officially the tangent episode. Yeah, um, yeah. This has been the mother of all tangents. Yeah, I think we're all too tired today. I don't think we can actually stick to a topic. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, yeah. So like, I was, I was saying that like, I think it's a reasonable case to be made for that. Like, social media um, is super important for people being able to communicate about things such as like political uprisings and stuff. Like, I think the social media is actually a powerful tool against the government, and it has been shown to be with like COVID, right? Yeah. People, anti-vax people, are using it as a tool against the government, yeah. spreading information to go contrary to actions that, in general, help the populace, right? Yeah. Um, and, and so there's bad ways to do that, and there's good ways, like in Iran, like in, uh, with, uh, like, what is it, so Musk's opening up Starlink, right? Mm-hmm. Having Starlink over over uh, Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think there's, that's not necessarily social media, but I think, I think I assume it's also letting people use social media. Uh, yeah, I would assume mm-hmm. um, In which they can contact their families, make sure people mm-hmm. are safe, organize, uh, organize rescues, that sort of thing. Yeah. So, like, there's a lot of ways that social media can be used for good. And I think that, like, we are poking particularly at the parasocial aspects of it mm-hmm. um, because that's the way in which it's currently affecting people badly. I guess and that's ignoring fair. Yeah. All, like I think we're ignoring a lot of ways in which it is useful or can be useful. Yeah, look at all the, the memes I've seen to be from useful. 
addicted to social media, and that's changed my life for the better. I, so, in case anyone's confused, I, the man shilling for social media, have no social media. <laughs> I'm the one who doesn't have any social media accounts <laughs> and hasn't for like years. So, I use YouTube anonymously behind a VPN. Oh my gosh, I use, so over the top. but I used to use a lot of Instagram. Instagram memes. Dude, Instagram, Instagram meme memes pages, are beautiful. Oh the my philosophy God, I love meme them. pages on Instagram. I follow some math notch. meme ones. I follow some JoJo meme ones. Oh, oh it's no. beautiful. JoJo if you, uh, memes. If, you, yes. if the account still exists, philosophers meme, MK25, <laughs> probably MK26, who used to be Harambe's dank meme stash, MK23. <laughs> um, back when I first found the account, he, he's, I think he's like a, he was like a philosophy major in undergrad or uh-huh. he was a grad student. That's why he started posting more philosophy-related stuff discerning tastes in meme. Another one was the <laughs> academic fraud uh, who had a bunch of like academia related memes and like uh-huh. politics memes. Those are funny. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that was some good stuff. Do you guys, did you guys ever, I know, we're accepting this is the tangent yep, yep, episode. Yeah, we're moving did on. Did you guys ever, no, no, we're not moving on. I know, on. I mean, but like continuing okay. on. Yeah. Did you guys ever, what was your, do you, so you guys remember like, were you on Instagram? Yes. In like 2016 to 2020. Yes, without a doubt. Yes. Maybe from 2017. So, like, and I assume it was kind of like with Facebook. So, there were, like, the phases of memes, right? Yeah. Where, like, every month you'd have, like, one or two or three good ones. Uh-huh. Um, do you guys remember Future Meme? No. No. So, I was never really oh, maybe. on that. Future maybe. Meme might be one of my favorites of all time besides Loss. Do you know Loss? I do know Everyone Loss. Everyone, this is Loss? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Future meme, but so loss was like really overdone, but that's uh-huh. and then it became overdone, so it became post ironic and lost like had a really long lifespan. It was a good meme. Future meme was a very short lifespan one, and basically you take like an image, maybe like a few of like a popular meme or something that doesn't make sense, and you make like a green, red, and yellow like after image of it, and then you post it, and then you say, This is a meme from the year 2069 (laughs) or from 24-2069. It doesn't make sense to you because it's from the future. You just don't get it. And then that was it. And you just take a bunch of images and do that with it. It was like super, super post-ironic. I never heard. No, I it didn't know so that It was so good. It was, I think it was only in certain circles in like Instagram where it became super popular. Uh-huh. But you know what I was super surprised at? Yeah. I know we're just ranting now. Yeah, that's um, fine. I'll go back to Lost Meme in a minute. But Pepe the Frog... Like, in 2016, everyone was like, holy shit, that's a white supremacist symbol. And now, it's in every Twitch, like, all the Twitch chats and stuff Uh use Pepe the Frog. So he, like, successfully came out of 4chan. No, actually, came out of some... (laughs) Oh, yeah. He came out of 4chan and, like, associated where I think he... He wasn't, like, the... Because there was some of them that came from, uh, from... Finnish image boards. A lot of like the really classic old ones came from like Finnish image boards, and then came from 4chan. Mm-hmm. Um, entered semi-mainstream, uh, was considered a symbol of white supremacy, and then I re-entered the that. mainstream. Yeah, and that during the, along with the OK sign, Pepe the Frog because he was used in like similar circles. Him because Pepe was like a huge uh, 4chan. Oh. Like frog posters was what they call him on on 4chan. He's like did, huge there. Um, so that's why they're like, oh, it's a symbol of white supremacy. Ah. Okay, on the topic, because we're still not going to the back to the locks meme. <laughs> I'm just going to ramble. You guys just dealing with me rambling. Please That's get back. Dog whistles. What about them? What This is useful whistles? for social media. This is a social media topic. Okay. Dog whistles. Yeah. So you guys know what dog whistles are? Yeah, it's pitches no. we can't hear. Human, so you know what a political dog oh, whistle is? No. So a political dog whistle is when you're saying something 
that means something different to only your select followers. Ooh, interesting. So I like the idea. Uh, so it's like a it's like a, a, a hidden code in a message. Exactly, a, and it's usually used message. with radicals. Mm, so, for okay. instance, if you say the words "It's okay to be white," this is a dog whistle for white supremacy. But be, and the reason it's a dog whistle is because at its face, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with yeah. being a white person, but the reason, but but it's a dog whistle because certain people from various image boards or various where that was perpetuated would be like, "You're damn right, it's okay to be white." In fact, it's preferred. But that part is left silent, right? Mm-hmm. So now yeah, the, the issue on social media, especially on Twitter, is that people fight dog whistles. So in 2015, mm. 2016, there was a social media campaign of 4chaners posting, printing out signs of it's okay to be white. I think a lot of times they use the okay symbol and they put it on different places throughout town. And people were going batshit insane over this. And the issue is, and people will still do it today, is that people will fight with dog whistles because they know what the dog whistle signifies. But, but if a normie, if a normal person hears you fight with a dog whistle, they're like, they you're crazy. You're insane yeah. because you sound insane. Yeah. So the big thing there is to just fight, not fight with dog whistles, right? Mm-hmm. If someone goes to a Black Lives Matter protest and he says, hey guys, I think it's okay to be white. Just, uh, that's what one of the things Kanye got in trouble. He was wearing the "It's okay to be white" yeah, shirt. Yeah. By the way, that's what that's a reference to. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, gotcha. that, that was the, the whole yeah. event that that was a reference to. Was people saying, "It's not a, people fighting against the, it's okay to be white people because they're actually racist." But uh-huh. then, but then to normal people, it just looks like you're being an insane leftist freak because you're saying it's yeah. not okay to be white. Like, yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's crazy stuff like that. But yeah, that's what that's what Kanye got in trouble for, and that's what people are so stupid when they go after him because they're attacking. He's just said a whole lot of crazy stuff, and they're attacking him for the it's okay to be white stuff, which is a dog whistle, which means. Don't attack it. Attack the idea behind it. Mm-hmm. If you go to a Black Lives Matter protest, you're like, it's okay to be white. And everybody's like, yeah, sure, dude. That's okay. The guy looks super cringe. Yeah. If you start screaming at him, <laughs> you yeah. look super cringe. <laughs> so anyway, I want to I want to say that because that's like a super common thing on dog whistle. On like, online, you'll see with like ed- politically educated people or historically educated people like attacking the the subjective meaning behind ideas instead of just attacking the idea at face value or just letting the idea happen at face value. Yeah. Um, and that kind of gets into some of the paradox of intolerance stuff, but because I think we discussed that, uh, we talked about the paradox of intolerance on the first day, right? That was a platforming idea. Yeah. yeah. And that kind of gets into like what parts of social media should we get rid of? Uh-huh. Do you guys think Kanye should have been banned? I'm pretty sure he got Andrew Tated. Is he that, got banned wrong? from everything. Yeah, he yeah. got Andrew Tated. Yeah. Do you Whoa. think Kanye should have been banned? I really didn't follow because I deleted I, my social media. Do you know the other pool, stuff he said? Uh, quite some time. High-fiving Emmanuel. Do you know the, the other stuff he said? I know almost everything he said. So he, he did say some pretty anti-Semitic stuff. Yes, because he's... Do you, do, you know what the, do you know what the black Israelites are? No. Do you know what that is? I, so, I met some people making such claims in Rochester, but I've never really looked it up. So those are... The black version, basically, the black version of the KKK. They're black mm-hmm. supremacists, and they are. They believe that um, there are certain certain groups of black people were the true, uh, the true Israelites, and right. 
they are a so there's a call a guy called Luis Farrakhan, I believe. Um, some of the stuff kind of separated off of a lot of the more radical um, like black liberation movements in the '60s, '70s, and '80s. Um, the black Israelite stuff is some of like the more mainstream. So if you ever if you ever hear a person online start talking about how slaves were kept down because people knew that their genetics were superior, and so they had to keep that's. That's where that stuff goes, by the way. Oh, wow. So when Kanye started saying like some of the anti-Semitic stuff, and he's they're literally like black Israelite talking points, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. uh oh, yeah, uh oh, he's uh, yeah, he he did say some not so great things. I don't know if it warranted a ban from all social oh media because I think people have said worse and not okay. been banned from all social media. True. But, I mean, he also has a bigger platform, obviously. For Kanye's own mental health, he should have been banned years ago. Oh, well, yeah. The dude has been... Yeah, no, yeah. He's been on an avalanche ride for years now. I I used to love Kanye's music back in the day, and it... Like, I don't even know if I can listen to his stuff anymore just because of all the shit around him and everything else. And that's a whole other issue. I can listen to his... I can listen to his music. I don't, I don't, like... I was never a huge fan, but there's still a couple of, like Click. Click was sick. I like that song. I'd listen to that song again. Uh-huh. And there's some of his some of his verses and other songs are pretty good. Like and he has some. I know some of his albums are like universally regarded yeah. as like some of the best in him. Yeah, but um, he's more he's of a crazy. Kendrick guy. More of a Kendrick guy. Fair but enough. but he's very good. Um and uh yeah I like I I don't know. He's just dropped. Yeah, he's he's, he's, crazy. he's I don't know if he's. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna do the, like the. Oh, I think he is BPD. Uh, he's. He's got some he's got some screws loose. He's got he some stuff help, he needs to work out he for needs sure. To stop yeah. being led on podcasts. Stop letting Kanye on your podcasts. <laughs> guys, hey, I guys. just got a guest speaker. <laughs> Kanye, <laughs> Kanye, Kanye if you want to reach out, <laughs> I will platform you. Oh my god. I, will platform I was about you for to clout. make the same joke you just made. <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh hey, you guys are all being responsible, but hey, uh, <laughs> I'm down to be irresponsible too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was a good ramble. Okay, loss. loss. So, Paul, can you tell me what the loss meme was? Uh, yeah, so it's it's something with, like, uh, uh, basically, I believe it came from an, a comic or something. I don't know if it was a newspaper comic or something. Yeah. But it's about uh, a lady having a miscarriage or something. And then, I don't know, and then something else. But then it was, like, overly simplified time and time again until the point where it was, like, got simplified to, like, a series of lines was the entire meme. So like, you good. can interpret the meme as loss. Yeah, so loss was spectacular because the original comic that it came from was both really unfunny, and mm-hmm. then the loss comic itself was actually unfunny to the point of being absurd. Like, people were super... Astounded by like what his message was supposed yeah, to yeah, be like yeah. that of like the the guy feels bad about it because as the guy goes into the hospital and then he stands over her bed and then he's standing there and then he's talking to the doctor so it's like the one the one with the lying down the one and then the two I believe mm-hmm. it was the like the, the yeah, pattern something like that in yeah. a four square and so you could take any meme you could take scenes from TV you take anything and you put it in that line <laughs> pattern and then. You're like, and then people in the comments be like, "Is this loss? Oh, this is loss!" And <laughs> uh-huh. then, and it was so good because you could fit it because it was like one of those formats that like fits everything. Yeah, like you know the the format where it's like person looking away and then person looking excited or like small oh, big big bang yeah. and there's like people did like uh, decision trees of like all of the versions of that same meme and like going oh, through no. all of them. Um, oh, the no. road versus the swerving, the uh-huh. car going straight versus swerving oh, off. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's all. If you think about the meaning, is all the same. Yeah, 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 exactly. So this is actually a great social media topic. So do you guys know, um, back in, oh, what 
Greg Bear, it's one of my sci-fi authors that I really like. Uh-huh. Uh, one of the '80s, one of the greats of the '80s and '90s. Um, Hugo Nebula Award winner. One of his books, I think it was Eon. Um, the Anvil of God is my favorite by him. Uh, incredible book. But Eon is one of his. I think it's his most acclaimed. And mm. in, in that's Eon, the very second one I see yep. when I pull up his name. In Eon, when you Basically, they, they come into con- – spoiler alert – they come into contact with humans who have been through, like, a time loop. So they're from, like, 500 years in the future. And all of the humans from the future communicate with uh, – by they, – they emphasize their words by, like, they have these pictorial projectors on their shoulders that put little images up there. So when in the, the human characters from our time, from like the 80s or whatever, are talking to these people, and, and they have the internet too, by the way, mm-hmm. um, all the, they're talking to these people, and they'll, you know, they'll witness them talking to each other, and they'll be like, smiley faces or like fireworks, and it'll make sense. And then sometimes there's these really unfamiliar, like a, a guy in armor wearing a flag from a scene they don't know because it's culturally relevant. Mm-hmm. And what you realize is that back in the 80s, Greg Bear predicted memes. Because that's, that's what it yeah. is, right? Yeah. You're, that that picture or is worth a thousand or, words, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you tie these images together with the cultural significance of it. Like, how do you explain? If you you went and showed Lost to someone who'd never seen the internet before, there's so many layers of things you need to get to, yeah. to explain the significance of like the amount of like irony, the amount of like uh, subtle context to, uh-huh. to explain like why this is so funny to people or like why this is so relevant. Memes carry so much information. Oh, yeah. I saw a thing a while back. I don't know if it's still a joke. That's me. But it was like, you know, in like 10, 15 years instead of uh, in the U.S., uh, what are the exams you take in high school in New York? Which uh, ones? The, the main one. Uh, no, the the main, like you have to pass them to get regions. Regions. On the, the U.S. history regions, instead of further DBQs, their document-based question, it's just going to be memes. Uh, political <laughs> memes <laughs> as opposed memes. to like uh, political oh, comics oh, and stuff. God Emperor Trump memes from 2016. You remember those? <laughs> yep. You remember those? Yep. I think I talked about those in another episode. Those mm-hmm. aged so poorly because guess who the character next to Trump always was? Putin. <laughs> Oh, it was God Emperor Trump and then God Emperor Putin and sometimes God Emperor uh, uh, China China President. Oh, she, uh, she, she. Um, yeah, those those aged really bad. <laughs> First the Russia Gate stuff and now the Russia is bad guy again stuff. Yeah. Like, um, I've been Putin's people. It's a really good book I've been reading about the rise of Putin and Putinism. And all it's all this Russian history stuff and and it, explaining how the oligarchs got created and all this stuff. So it's kind of relevant after that yeah. that one that we talked about about like the rich people. Yeah. Um, it's a really good book. I read. I haven't actually finished it yet. So maybe the ending's really bad. But it's consider, considering it's like nonfiction. The ending is like probably. You know, yeah, it's good. not usually you build up. It's not a surprise. Oh, the world doesn't get nuked. Like, no, we know how we know how this end, this goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I recommend that. That's a really good uh, historical book if you're interested. Yeah, I, don't, I can't read so. I'm sorry. Me. It's yeah. unfortunate. Is it an attention span thing? Are you No, I just never learned. Oh, I just <laughs> Just too much TikTok. I, I have on my floor, I got from a used book, I have 7,000 pages worth of Ken Follett novels that I ordered. 
of who? Ken what? Follett is an author that I've recently. He's this British guy who writes. Uh, he's a thriller author, and he kind of mm-hmm. he tried writing historical fiction, mm-hmm. and he turned out he was really really good at it. So then he's been writing a bunch of those, and so he has some books that are taking place in like 1000 to 1200 AD England. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're super super cool. They're mostly historically accurate. Um, okay. There's like a few. There's Gross. some critiques of them, um, with especially with like language related stuff. But in general, they're very historically accurate, and I, they're just amazing. Sounds um, horrible. I, I've so I've, I've I I went to like a used book thing and bought like it was like thirty dollars but I got like six or seven books and they're nice. like a thousand pages each so um, man they're so good um, okay yeah Ken Follett is awesome I'm a huge fan of his uh, that I was super impressed and the coolest thing was my name is Daniel Fuller and in his book there's people who are actual Fullers doing the job of fulling. But nobody does that job anymore, so my name doesn't mean anything. But the reason there's a lot of fullers is because it used to be a very common job. Huh. Um, it's a really rough job. It involves, like, you got to take what's called fuller's earth. It's a type of clay. Yeah. And you mix it with uh, tre- wool to treat it, and it gets mm-hmm. the dirt out, and it, and it purifies it. It makes it, like, whiter a lot of times. Um, so it's like a, it's, and, and so the people who did it had to be really strong to carry, like, the wet wool. And yeah. then you had to, you, you would have, like, really beat up fingers and stuff like that. So it's an honorable, hardworking, blue-collar name. Totally doesn't fit me at all. But, you know, it's something I'm proud of. <laughs> um, you know, so I actually heard, oh, boy. Like, at the rates at which we're going on tangents, we are never going to get no, no, back to No, no, we're only on tangents. We've going. accepted half of I this episode back. is tangents. I keep, I'm still okay, able to tie it okay. back. Keep going. Well, so I heard oh, uh, the way last names were invented. So, you know, previously, last names were a thing only the aristocracy had. Depends on the culture. Keep going. Well, yeah. I which mean, culture are we well, talking for, about? For um, lots of Western culture. Let's just sure. restrict it to England. Sure. Uh, only the aristocracy typically had like last names, and so when things were beginning to get documented, it was like, "Hey, come up with a last name." And so people often just went with what your profession job, was, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's why we had a lot of smiths. Yeah, uh, yeah. because like they're probably just a blacksmith or something. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so all of these names, the reason why you'd have something, maybe someone's last name mean Forrest, it, his work had something to do with it, and like the last names just had something to do with what your profession was. So you mentioned Fuller, that's actually an interesting one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. most of the time, so. And the reason why they used that, by the way, is because the villages were really small. So yeah. you'd usually have one fuller per town, yeah. one smith and per so town. Yeah. Using that title and was enough to distinguish you as a person. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, uh, you know, you would do, if you really needed to, you would do, it was like your last name. You'd be builder. You'd be something like that, which is interesting. There's not a lot of builders. But, but mm-hmm. builder, so I think it must have been, it was either in Anglo-Saxon or in French. It was a different word. Yeah. I don't Probably. know what it was. Yeah. Um, oh, the Normans. You guys know Normandy, yeah, right? absolutely. And Normans invaded, and that's, like, where French got into our language so much. One of the reasons. Uh, Did you guys know that Normans were Vikings? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I knew they were Northmen. Obviously, Norman means Northmen. Yeah, Northmen. But I didn't know that they were Vikings who'd settled in the top yeah. of France, culturally assimilated, and then went and invaded. But at the same time, there were also still normal Vikings invaded. So you had French yeah, yeah. Vikings who had French castles and French military and French words. But still kind of a Vikingish culture and Viking facial features and some yeah. touches of the language. And then you had actual Vikings also raiding. That shit's crazy. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I've been learning about Viking culture very recently. Been watching TV shows? 
No, there are a lot of good. I feel like there have been a lot of good Viking TV shows For recently. Very yeah, all, all the cool Viking stuff came out after I was done being like a Viking weeb. Uh, they need a word for that, but I was a super. I listened to folk sure metal. I had the I had the Mjolnir, I had the Green Man. I had the I, was, I had tattoos planned out. Oh man, I was going the full pa- oh, neo pagan wow. route. Yeah, jeez, um, holy shit. Pagans smoke too much weed though, <laughs> or are neo-Nazis. There's no, there's no, like, you're either one or the other. Ah, <laughs> yes, we he, love people generalizations. Who, people who vet in pagan communities know that this is true. No, it's not a generalization. It's actually, <laughs> if you're an Odinist, you and either I smoke am. weed or you're like, yes, Varg Vickerns did nothing wrong when he Daniel, burned down Daniel, do you have churches. any sources? Uh, no, my life experience. I think we need to cancel. Sounds kind of sus. Oh, you need to cancel me? <laughs> yeah, you're banned from Twitter. <laughs> Clearly it affects you greatly. <laughs> Yeah, clearly it affects me greatly. No, you'll never ban my seven alts because I don't have a main account. I also don't use Twitter. Yeah. I still have a bunch of accounts, but I never don't use them. Just in case I need to watch. Because if you try and read something, there'll be like news things or things about podcasts and or things that I'm interested in. in. Yeah. And I, I have like an academic Twitter. I have all these things. But yeah, you need to like, you need to like, it'll like let you look through a middle and then it'll like block you. And if you reload uh, the page, you can get a little further down and then it'll stop you again. Yeah. So it's just easier if you just have a smurf to like go and look around on there. But like, yeah. Anyway. Um, don't cancel me. I don't have a source except for my own experience, but I'm speaking from experience. I'm speaking from... Yeah, whatever. What anyway. We, wait, no. People get away with this stuff. What do you call that? This is my truth. There we go. This uh, is my yes. truth. <laughs> Very happy for you. And you guys, like to save something's your truth. Why don't you keep it to yourself? <laughs> I don't think people... Wrecked. I don't think people should have... I don't... That yeah. just seems like an abuse. I, I hate... Yeah. I hate the, the terminology lived experience, my truth. I, I think it's important to recognize that like people experience things a certain way, but I think the terminology is fundamentally dumb. Yeah. What is a lived experience different than your experience? Yeah, everything is... Everything either, is your lived, yeah. or it's not your well, experience. Well, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Or it's not your experience. So I, but I don't, I don't understand. Like People came up with the term lived experience just to be like, yes, I am someone who virtue signals. Thank you for asking. Like I don't, I don't understand. Like All it does is make you stand out because it's, like a, it's a terminology that comes from people who say those sorts of things. What is the actual utility provided? See, this no, is still related to social media because people on Twitter say experienced this. it or you okay, have thank you. Yeah. But I don't – do you – does anybody know? Okay. we need, No. I, I've I always need, thought it was a dumb thing. I need to pull on like a Twitter lefty next time so I can just ask them these questions. Mm-hmm. Like, why? I, I just don't – I don't understand. I wonder if maybe it has something to do with like you've, you've talked about it with people or researched it and stuff. And so to some extent you could say you have experience with the topic or – but yeah. not necessarily your whole life has been it. It's to, yeah, it's to emphasize that it's the experience that you've lived through. And I yeah. think I think it's supposed to be that it's not your – it doesn't necessarily have to be your actual experience as in it's not – It's it could not be what actually happened. It's what you perceive to have happened due to uh, intergenerational mm. trauma or whatever other uh-huh. buzzword you want okay. to put in there. I think – that's the point that it's lived means that you didn't actually have to have lived through it. It's what you perceive to have lived through. But once again, I feel like it's just experience with more context. I don't... Yeah. I don't... Anyway. Enough anyway. of the ranting. No. I'm sure more will show up. Don't worry. No. Social media. Oh. Loneliness. We're all lonely. Life is sad. No, I'm just kidding. Be positive, peeps. Yeah. You're Be positive. Mr. Halloween party. Yo. So for people who can't see them, which is everybody, Paul has a sick haircut, and he looks like that Peaky Blinders guy who's on the front of the Netflix page. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
What's his name? Thomas Shelby. He has the Thomas Shelby haircut. I love that actor because he played. Uh, I love the. He hair. played Scarecrow, in Scarecrow and it was like my favorite. Or in Batman, even Begins. the dark, the the the. I was a Scarecrow fan because I thought that the Joker was was too popular. Yeah, he's been overhyped so. He was much, so overhyped, I mean, to and, and to be fair, Keith Ledger. It was almost impossible to overhype Keith Ledger's Joker. Yeah. Oh yeah, he did uh, but, an amazing job. Yeah, the Scarecrow was actually he did a really good job in that yeah, movie too. He did. I he's, that a, movie he's a really sick. good actor. Yeah, really Kelly Murphy so, does a great job. No, uh, let's just put something in perspective here. I oh. don't think Joker is an overhyped character. Yes, he is with ten thousand. The only more, I think he the, is amazing. Yes, he is amazing. But he's but, like that's that's what I'm trying. Only Batman villain people know and talk about almost ninety nine percent of the time. So so. The problem is that, like, I think he's... Okay. He is amazing, and he's, like, one of the best archetypal villains. And yeah. even then, he still manages to be overhyped. That's what I'm yeah. trying to say is how overhyped. But I will say, I th- I Harley Quinn so. is a billion times more overhyped. Yeah, Harley Quinn's just way too overhyped. I mean, I will say, though, Margot Robbie does play the perfect Harley No, she does. She, she so does play the perfect... I just got... Yeah. I just... Every single girl on campus dressed up. As Harley Quinn yeah, <laughs> after that movie came out. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Oh, it's like, come on, why? Like why? It's like getting it's like getting a tattoo of a rose on your on your on your calf. Like why? Like, <laughs> like why? Think about Dark Knight when um, oh, what's the name of this guy who Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger played uh-huh. it. That was an epic performance. Yes, but that's him and that's but, his performance. That's not the character it's itself. But it's why we're yeah. talking about the character okay. itself it's, outside of that movie. Okay. It's like universally regarded. It's like what like actually no, I think it's like the best superhero yeah. slash villain performance ever. ever. That I can almost call people. And the only measures. the only one he that's close was the 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 the, the, the was it one of the other Felix? Yeah, one of the other Joker performances yeah. under was, Joaquin Felix. Yeah. That was also um, which amazing. is really impressive yeah. because yeah. It no one should have been yeah. impossible. Yeah, everyone thought, Joker and I was, was like, yeah. you, "You can't go in with that mindset, though." Because I mean, people said the same thing about the one who played Joker before Heath Ledger. Uh, what's his name? Uh, he's in the bucket list with Morgan Freeman. He's yeah. in well, he's the, he's one the Gucci the guy. He's nest. the Gucci guy. Uh, what? Or Armand? No, he's Gucci. Yeah, he's like the one of the lead guys of Gucci. Is he? Are we talking about the same person? I don't know. If he's I the guy know. who plays Morpheus. Morpheus. The guy who plays Morpheus totally played the Joker in. Am I like? Am I actually tripping right now? Maybe. Maybe. Or are you oh. guys just wrong? What's his name? My batter, My my laptop's just about Aries, but I will open it. I will kill it, my no, battery I'm gonna just find to look him. this I'm gonna up. Find him. Uh, Jack Nicholson. Oh ja- no no! I thought you said before that. I think you meant before the Joaquin Phoenix. No, before Heath Ledger. Jack Nicholson is the good Joker I grew up on. Yes, and so. that everyone said he will play the best Joker ever. Oh. And if you go with that mindset yeah, that, of this is the best interpretation, every single other Joker were the goofy ones from the '60s Batman. But but the point is like you can't go in with that mindset of this is the best because yeah. there's always someone who can do something different, and that's what's happened yes, each time. That's what's happened. Like I think okay. I, honestly, I think Jack Nicholson had probably one of can the most comic book accurate portrayals of Joker. Oh, 100. Yeah, 100%. and but and so people have done different things, but yep. like you, yeah, you gotta let people explore. And try Heath Ledger stuff. was the the gritty real one that mm-hmm. we needed for that movie, yeah. yep. and then Joaquin Phoenix was the the mentally ill incel one that yeah. was very fitting. He played with, it well, yeah. especially with like COVID era mental yeah, insanity. Yeah, yeah. Right. The mental and like and, that, and like with Batman, people did it again. They're like Robert Pattinson, like oh he's gonna do horrible. He won't Although, be able to compete with Christian Bale. Yeah. Blah blah blah. But like I thought he did a fantastic but, job. He's a good actor. Yeah, yeah. Joaquin Phoenix, by the way, his Joker movie was literally, it was almost a retelling, certainly a spiritual yeah. retelling of Taxi Driver. Oh, really? Like, oh, I knew it was influenced by Taxi Driver and a few other movies. Yeah, it's I can't just, it's, because it's, it's the same, it's very, yeah, they're very similar movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, In terms of, like, 
Yeah, they're, they're the same movie. They're mm-hmm. the same movie. Um, and it's not to dig on their performance at all. But I mean, yeah, you know, no. you uh, good stories get retold every yeah, once yeah. in a while. Um, uh, Avatar. Pocahontas. You know, Joker um, being in 2019, I almost feel like they predicted they caused COVID. They I knew feel it was like they happen. caused COVID. It's like they knew it was going to happen. I was like, what? Hit Alex Jones yeah. up, dude. I'm sure he'll. <laughs> I'm sure he <laughs> no, no, no. It's almost like some of these things where you watch it. I, I mean, well, that's like, the problem is that we were already having some insane yeah. mental insanity before COVID even happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I agree with you. It was very. But then pointed. just looking at him and his decline, like his. I don't know if it's his slow or fast decline, like into in like the movie? his mental decline in the movie. In the movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was a dishonest. I love yeah. dishonest narratives, narrators. I love storytelling oh, yeah, yeah. where with you go back and you realize narrators. What you were good short stories yeah. with dishonest narrators are fantastic. Good novels, Agreed. really hard to pull off, but fantastic. But, yeah. Movies. Uh, hard to pull off because you have to manage the expectations of your audience but Mm -hmm. in general it's a really good way to do like the you know the Sixth Sense style twist which they did in Joker it was really good Um, yeah that was it was I love Dishonest Narrators it's so much fun it's just so much fun um, and now we got the second one coming. The second, is is you guys ju- didn't hear about this? Yeah, there was no. approved a, a sequel has been confirmed, and uh, Lady Gaga's going to play oh, good. Uh, Harley Quinn. Nice. Oh. She's good it's, for that What's role. the movie? Okay. Fol- it's some French term. It's like Follet Adieu or something. Or uh, Let me see, because I'm just butchering shit now. Oh, I do hear music now. And the yeah, foliate. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's a. What's the term mean? That's sick. I hope they don't butcher it, but I, they probably won't. Joaquin Phoenix is really good. I don't think. Defined as an identical or similar similar mental disorder affecting two or more individuals. What's it called? What? What is it called? It's like full. Just foli- romanticize it. Just English. Foli adieu. Foli adieu. Oh, okay, yeah, it just means they're both, it just means two insane. They, li- they like, share the same yeah, delusion, yeah, yeah. basically. Okay. Which, I mean, is very fitting that's, for. That's a beautiful name for that movie, very yeah. artistic, and so they're going to find a mentally ill girl. Man, that movie's going to be good. We'll <laughs> see, <laughs> we'll see, who knows? No, no, but and I mean, the, it, are, it, it's, it's not one of those ideas where I'm like, please don't make this movie. And now people are, are hypothesizing, or I don't know if there's rumors, or if it's been confirmed or what, that there may be musical songs involved and stuff, especially with Lady Gaga being... I could see it, and it yeah. would actually fit. And it could be a part of their delusion. There's like, yeah, yeah, it's because yeah. the Joker movie was very artistic. It yes. was very, oh, yeah. so I could see them doing that, and I would be down for it. Mm-hmm. I would be down for it. Um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, can I at least get credit for saying that Morbius did indeed play a Joker that was bad? Oh yes, yes. Well, no, you said Morpheus. Morbius. And I was, Morbius. you said Morpheus. And I that was like, be, Morpheus? I want to see Morpheus. <laughs> I was like, is that a character from some other thing? From the Matrix. Oh, uh, that's what yeah. it was. I was like, I know I've heard Morpheus before, but I was like, but yes, Jared Leto did play a Joker. Uh, I feel like Jared Leto just gets the worst writing ever for the characters so, he plays. So, yeah, so the problem was, so yeah, so the problem was. I mean, was, the movie was designed he, horribly, the yeah, original Suicide It was one spot. of the worst, the editing. I thought the editing in the movie was almost unwatchable. Like those, the entry, the screens they did in the beginning killed it for me. And that was, the movie was like it was so bad but um did you know that uh tom hardy one of my favorite actors was going to be dead shot in that movie but he couldn't because they were still filming the revenant because they had to film it over another year i did not know that and so he got saved from being in that disaster oh, wow. <laughs> but yeah the um i thought that so like 
I don't know if you guys heard, but he like went super method acting. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, just like sending like dead rats and, it's and like, stuff. That stuff is always sick when it works, and if it doesn't work, you just look like a loser. And yeah. because even though I thought he did a fine job in the movie, but the movie sucked so bad yeah, that exactly. it was like it kind it, of made it, him look just, like a loser. Yep. It just felt. Uh, yeah, he got screwed with that. And then, like, when all the Joaquin Phoenix stuff happened, they're like, wait, I thought I was Joker. And they were basically eventually like, yeah, you're, you're, you're. Yeah, but they did the same thing with, like, Spider Man. They did the same thing with Batman, yep, right? The yep, guy, Ben like, Affleck, played... and everything. Man. Oh, yeah. I mean, DC's just a fucking mess, let's be real. <laughs> yeah, they, it's, it's just about all this. I feel like all the standalone movies that aren't Morbius are so good. Like, they just. Wait, Morbius, well, Morbius is, it, is, is standalone. a standalone. No, that's in the. <laughs> Is that a Marvel, Marvel universe? Yeah. It's one oh, of the because they have the they have the the, the, the vo- what's the Falcon the buzzard what is his name the the Birdman Ooh. Falcon Falcon no no Falcon's the good Ooh. guy who's the oh I know who you're talking about. yeah because he's a Spider Man character yeah because he's the bad guy vulture? who I like and, yeah Vulture well, wait why why are we talking about Morbius with DC why do I said DC movies are a shit show Vulture what. Because I said except Morbius because I forgot but it was Morbius is Marvel. Oh, because you forgot. Because okay. I forgot. I was like, wait, why is this even being brought up? <laughs> no, no. Do, do you, uh, I mean, I know we covered this in our conversation, but it's... Ah, uh, oh, man, DC movies. Mm, they're a mess. Yeah, I still say, though, uh, the original, the first Wonder Woman was a good movie. It was okay. Man of it Steel. It was manageable. Yeah, but they met, yeah, it was manageable. But I thought it was good. I thought it was good superhero because at that point there were some bad superhero movies. Yeah, for it was sure. a lot better than anything else DC had done. Yeah. Um, Other okay, than this Dark is officially the movie podcast. This is the movie podcast. What's your favorite movie, Emmanuel? Lord of the Rings, hands down. That's a which a one? Extended version. Yeah. Which, which one? one? <laughs> All we three movie. No, a pick a damn okay, movie. Okay, okay, fine. There's uh, a clear answer. One? I there always is, give the one a people answer. hate, and that's okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, then you're okay. Uh, Our clear answers uh, might differ. <laughs> I can't believe my favorite movie. I'm forgetting this one. Two Towers. Yeah, based, I, I am all about based, Two Towers. No, people, there's no way people hate the Two Towers. That's Everyone despises it. You like the first one builds up the universe. The two, yeah. the Two Towers is like I thought it was universally the best. Yeah, just like I love just it. like the second Star Wars or this, the technically the fifth is considered uh-huh. like universally the best. No, Star Wars. I every person I've ever talked to is like the Two Towers is the worst Star Wars movie. You need they either friends. think the first one is the best because of the way it tells the story and builds the characters and sets the scene, or they think the third one because of all the resolution and things mm. that happen in no. close and the, the story of, of Samwise being this magical character yeah, who's actually better parts. than Frodo but and the blah, blah, blah. One, I like the second the one. Second one has I just everything. like the fights. It's dark and this, like, yeah. just the battles fights are and the so humor. epic. It's the sta- yeah. it's this, as a standalone yeah. movie, it is fantastic. Yeah. It's the best. It has good resolution. It just yeah. has everything you could ever want. It was perfectly done. All the bad, all the parts in the book that made less sense, they took out. They mm. kept all the good stuff. Um, it also has the best non-extended version. Um, for those of who have even seen the non-extended version, um, <laughs> I didn't even I so, didn't even know that exists. So the non, well, no, but here's the thing. So I grew up watching the non-extended versions, okay. and Losing. when I watched the extended versions, <laughs> a lot. So, but I also played every video game, read all the books, all that sort of uh-huh. thing. Big Lord of the Rings guy. I had a friend who was even more into it than I was, and we would talk about lore stuff a lot. Yeah. When we were, but we were both injured during one soccer season. Um, nice. So the like. I think that the 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 biggest problem I have with the extended versions is it br- makes it more childish. So if you watch, hmm. so okay. after I watched The Hobbit, yeah, and I thought about everything I disliked about The Hobbit, 
and then I went back and I watched the Lord of the Rings extended versions, mm-hmm. I realized that there was a lot of scenes that had been cut out from the originals where it's the hobbits being goofy or the dwarves being goofy. So a lot of the burping scenes, a lot of the scenes of them dancing around drunk and doing silly things. I don't think that's why they hate, people hated The Hobbit. I think it was actually the Wait, opposite No, I didn't say why people hated it. I said what oh, I hated. Oh, okay. Well, no, yes. Yeah, so there was also, it was an action super, the third one was a super boring action slog. Well, I but, feel like the whole thing, they turned into this but, huge action adventure. But even like when they go through, like with the, if you, when you compare them going through and fighting the goblins and stuff, mm-hmm. compared to the goblins in The Lord of the Rings, it's a completely yeah. oh, different yeah. environment. It's, night and it's very fairy tale. Yeah, yeah. And so, and and the there's, there's a lot of there's like a lot of fairy tale stuff that they cut out from the extended version, huh. and so if when you watch the original trilogy and the non-extended versions, it just seems like a very adult gritty movie, yeah, very dark night like, yeah. and that is actually taken away a bit because there's more magical stuff, there's more fairy tale stuff, there's more goofy stuff in the extended version. Hmm. I still think that the extended versions are almost inarguably superior. Yeah, um, but. I think that the, especially The Two Towers, is a fantastic standalone movie, even yeah. not extended. Yeah. Oh, so um, I'm glad we all agree on that. Yeah. What was the best Star Wars? Are we, are we uh, Revenge of the Sith lovers here? I haven't watched here? Star Wars movies in a long Star Wars. time. At all? At what, all. During, during the first year of COVID, Holy Jen and shit. I did a marathon one, one a day, went through all nine. Um, no, we went through all eight because the ninth one hadn't come out yet. Uh, and then oh, we wow. went through the extras. But Oh, yeah, um, I forgot that. Yeah. But the, yeah, the, like... When I went back and watched Revenge of the Sith, and we watched it with, like, with a young woman who's, like, a friend of my parents, who was, like, kind of a... She was going through a feminist hippie arc. She had just come back from a commune farm <laughs> uh-huh. after doing oh, foreign yeah. aid in some yep. country in Africa. I don't remember which one. Uh, she... So she'd been on a bunch of crazy stuff. And she was like, damn, this movie is super sexist. And I was like, what? I thought she would have and changed views by now. Well... So to be fair, <laughs> I thought after doing aid in a foreign country, she would change her views. Uh, yeah, I think she ran away. That's why she came back. <laughs> she told yes. she sent a message to my parents, and she was like, oh, "I think things are really bad here." Like, and they're like, "Oh, do you need somewhere to stay?" And then she came and stayed with us. Then we asked her about it. She's like, "Oh yeah, it was fine. Whatever." So like, we're like, because "Wait, what?" Because a lot what? of people that a lot of people that claim to care about like a very a lot of social things when they go to the places where these social things are really a problem. And they get into the thick of it, and they realize that, okay, the ideas only work in the classroom. They don't work on the ground. They tend to run away. The problem is that their ideas could work on the ground. There's just a lot more barriers to them in real life than you would think. It's like it's not as simple as just be nice to each other. And Mm -hmm. the corruption, especially in in every country in the world, is insane. It makes it so hard to put these ideas into practice. So, yeah, I I think that, yeah, I I don't... She wasn't disabused of all of her idealistic notions. But I will say she was right on this one. Like, that movie had aspects to it. So... This wasn't as bad, though, as the original Blade Runner. The original Blade Runner... Haven't actually seen the original Blade Runner. So there's a reason, I think, that people put it in with the incel movies. is because the... You know how... So you know how a lot of those scenes, the sex scenes, are, like, a little more forced in some of the older movies? Yeah, as yeah. in, And that was seen as okay, right? It's the whole, like... The, what's that Christmas song that they canceled? The oh, Baby, it's uh, cold yeah. outside. Isn't that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, and, like, there's a way to look at that song that's still kind of okay if you mm-hmm. think that, like, oh, they're both... They both actually want it. Yeah. She's saying no, but she's kind of, she's pretending she's like, I have because to Because it home. was the standard of the like, time or consent. whatever. Yeah. Let's be honest. Consent is a very complicated topic. Yeah. However, like after like all the like 
powerful people not being held accountable to not to when people yeah. do say no, then there's we have different standards on those things. But that movie, Blade, the original Blade Runner, is literally this girl like giving no positive signals whatsoever. And the main character, played by Han Solo, whatever his name is, uh-huh. literally just rapes her. <laughs> like Actually, Whoa. like she doesn't push him off him, but she doesn't make any affirming signals. And yeah. there's like this super romantic movie. And he just like pushes him. She's like, no, no. He just like pushes himself on her. And there's like romantic movie playing. And I'm like, this is like, I I think I've just been like, it's different now, right? Like uh-huh. you feel yeah. differently when you look at these things. So I'm like, this is not okay. But mm-hmm. it's supposed to be like this super romantic thing. And uh, Revenge of the Sith kind of gave me some of those vibes with some of the scenes between like him and Princess Leia, but. I don't um, remember. I haven't seen the Star Wars movies. But it's so long. good. That movie is so good. I remember so me good. and my siblings when we were young, we used to always do movie marathons like on weekends and stuff where it would be like we watch all of the Star Wars or all of the Lord of the Rings or Indiana yeah. Jones or uh, there were a few okay. others I can't are, think of. Are there any Chronicles of Riddick? Enjoyers oh, in the crowd? I have seen. I haven't. Pitch Black. I've seen one of them. You've I don't know which one. A horror seen. movie? I don't think so. The sci-fi movie. Yes. Pitch Black. Or sorry, Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Chronicles, you need to yeah. watch the original it's Halloween season, baby. Is it Find actually a, girl. a horror movie? Yes. Really? Interesting. Pitch Black is one of my favorite movies of all time. Find a girl. Um, <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's, so it's like a, it's a, it's like a thriller, but it has horror elements. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's like a dark, it's like dark, it's considered dark sci-fi would be the, mm-hmm. um, it is one of my, like most, like it's inspired a lot of like short stories and stuff that I've done. Like, like Pitch Black is... Um, they're, it's it just like, it's kind of, it's probably like a, you probably think it's a met movie if you saw it nowadays, mm-hmm. nowadays, but like the, their usage of lighting themes and like cinematography and the way they did everything was just, I really, really loved it. And Chronicles of Riddick was really, really good too. I really liked that movie, but I don't, it wasn't as good. I think I just loved it because it was like a. Like we were like cult fans of it. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever see the third one? They came out with like no, a I sequel, heard about it, yeah. and it was they tried to just make the same movie. They basically combined. They basically tried to remake Pitch Black. It was just terrible because everyone wanted something more. Mm-hmm. Um, and they Carl Urban was supposed to be in it. He was in it for five seconds, and they got rid of it. Carl Urban's that was like Carl Urban before he got big. By the way, it was Carl Urban in The Chronicles of Riddick. Um, I don't know who Carl Urban is. You don't know who Carl Urban is? No. Look it up on your computer You'll, or your phone. You know who Carl is. Like you have to, he's in so many things. I mean, I'll probably, so but famous. I don't know him by name. Oh, the guy from, uh, uh, what's the show? What That's huge know? now. Oh, The Boys. Yeah, The Boys. Yeah, he's, elite, yeah, he's, okay. he's, he's Jim Butcher. Yeah. But, no, yeah, he's, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, that movie's, uh, watch, it's Halloween. You gotta watch it. Like, watch it tomorrow. Watch it tonight. Watch Pitch Black. Sure. <laughs> that movie is a banger. Oh man, hmm. I'm gonna be so sad if you're like, oh, that movie kind of sucked. I'm like, no. I probably will. It's like one of childhood favorites. I, I do love watching it, like, movies though so much though. There you go. Oh my god, that is something I can do all the time. Like I remember there was one point during undergrad where like I don't remember why. Like I don't know if I was bored or had a lot of free time or what, but I just started. Because I, I think it was, like, a lot of the time in my life I put off doing things because I'm like, oh, I think this would be really fun as a date or with a significant other. And so I don't do things that I know I would enjoy. Mm. And I always just 
fucking hate it and regret it. And I'm like, why didn't I just? And so like there was a phase where like I just started watching like a movie every night, and it was like mind fuck movies like are my favorite kind of movie where it's like huge plot twist or like you're not sure what's going on or whatever. Nice. Um, And so I just started watching a bunch of them, and I I love watching movies. I recently did a a horror movie binge of all the classic slasher films. So like. the Friday the 13th, the Nightmare on Elm Streets, the Halloweens, and that was fun. No, I've never seen a single one of those. So horror movies are not my thing. I hate Ooh. jump scares. Oh, these these don't have jump scares. No, so and then and then I hate like bad horror movies except for horror comedies. Like, did you ever see Krampus? 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 I have not. I, I don't know. I think that that's was what fun I to see in theaters uh-huh. with a friend. I don't normally watch that, but it's like it was like one of those. It was like a horror movie that's supposed to be stupid and gotcha. funny. It, uh-huh. it was hilarious. It was really funny. Uh-huh. Um, but like, I just don't. Oh, I, I, it's just not my genre. I used to hate horror movies. Yeah. Um, and I, I remember do. it was one time I I despised them. Like I was like traumatized as a kid. One of my friends, like I was at his house for a sleepover, and I was really young, like definitely okay, elementary you, you school. You peed your pants doesn't mean you. No, 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 no. This shit messed with me. Um, and he like basically forced me to watch this horror movie. Like locked me in the room, and then like the next or later that night or something, he like we went down into the basement, and then he locked me in there and turned the oh, lights no. off. Okay, and I freaked. <laughs> Oh, oh, so ever since then, you. like, I yep. couldn't do horror movies. <clears throat> but then I remember one time I was hanging out with some friends in high school. And, like, I mean, well, A, just horror movies are so great, especially for dates. Like, they're just yep. they're just perfect. They're yep. perfect. <laughs> yeah. um, but we were hanging out with a bunch of friends, and people just, like, made a bunch of, like, dumb commentary during the movie. And it, like, totally made me, real, like, like, this is just a Dude, fucking movie. Oh, thing. my God. I, when I was watching, did you guys ever see... I Am Legend. Yes, Will of Smith. course. So my dad yeah, was I in New York while they were filming that. And he oh, wow. saw the That's film, so cool. which is pretty sick. But um, the that movie, I watched it with my friend and his brother, who's five years older than him. So his brother was like a senior in high school or something. Mm-hmm. And every time something stupid's happened or the CGI wasn't very good, he said it. Mm-hmm. What an asshole. Ruined the experience <laughs> for me. I didn't oh, enjoy yeah. that movie. Uh, every time there was a jump scare, I was like, like, I was like, <laughs> I was like hiding in the corner of the couch. And he was just like, this is so fucking stupid. <laughs> Ruined the atmosphere. It was so bad. <laughs> yeah, honestly, though, and like that's something that I've realized because, like, I, I eventually came to love like being scared by horror movies. Yeah. But now I'm at the point where, like, for the most part, horror movies don't scare me at all. Yeah. Like, I think the last time I was really scared by a horror movie was Hereditary. That movie was wild. Don't even know it. But uh, since then, like, like there's nothing. And it's funny because I know the next step is like horror games but i can't stand horror games like i'll be playing like in uh what's the game dead space no outsider uh, outsiders or something or you're like in an insane asylum okay Um, i've heard of it i don't yeah dude i've tried to play through dead space 2 so many times Uh i cannot do it i cannot play horror games i just don't have fun i just don't have fun because even normally if i'm playing game and there's like something scary. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm yeah. yeah. And in terms of space, I'm just like, the <laughs> mechanic of the game. It's like, it, it like, it's paralyzing. Like in the out, outlast, outlast. That's what it's called. Outlast. And it's like, and one part you go down into the basement, and it's like, it's a dark game. Like you have to use a flashlight, whatever. Yeah. And there's like this huge like dude down there who basically like walks around and if he catches you he kills you yeah. and it's just like no I don't want to go in there why would I go in there why would I do that I'm just not going to do that I'm going to turn this off <laughs> okay have you ever seen Cloud Atlas I have heard of it I have not seen that it. has had the reigning title and I don't know if it has it right now but for the most of my life since I've seen it it's had the reigning title as my favorite movie 
Uh, my parents and I, when we got it, we got it off Netflix when we had like the send a DVD to your house Netflix. Mm-hmm. And we watched it. I think it was over the summer. So we, it was when I was in high school. So my junior year or something. Because we watched it. I went to my McDonald's shift. And then the next day, we watched the full thing again because it was that good. We had to rewatch it because it was just like so much had happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, it got like a 77 on something or Rotten Tomatoes because people said it was racist <laughs> because you basically have a bunch. Of, so basically the concept of the movie, have you, have you guys ever done plays before? Yes. So no. have you ever been in one of the plays where each person plays like seven characters? Uh, no, oh, but I know I've what you're talking about. The only kind of play I did in the like only that. play I did in uh, college actually was. I actually like those. The Laramie Project. It's oh. about that kid, that kid who got killed for being gay, at least allegedly, out in Laramie, wherever. And there's like this play. It's a, it was a fun experience. I liked uh-huh. doing that play. Um, and this was that, except in a high budget movie, where you had people all throughout times who were souls re-inhabiting the same bodies. Uh, but what you had was you'd have girls playing guys. You had all sorts gotcha. of things like that. You had people playing Asian people who weren't Asian. And so they're like, so so uh, some of the critics were just like. This is racist. This is yellow face or whatever you call it. But uh-huh. it was – it's like it was clearly an artistic project. I thought it was really well done. It was fantastic. Um, and it's like still one of my favorite movies of all time. It's very – Have you seen Tropic Thunder? On the level of Inception. Isn't that – wait. siren in the music? Is that Disturbed? Yeah, is that – It's in the music. That is part of the music. It is. Huh? Yeah, I just took off um, the thing to listen. Yeah. Nah. What's the song? There's a disturbed song that has a siren. Uh, it's like a lot. Indestructible, though. I think. Oh yeah, the, the the air raid siren. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's indestructible. Yeah. Oh god, I know that. Why do I know? So my workout playlist. Oh nice. Yeah. Um, yo, what did you say? Yeah, I was asking about Tropic Thunder. Oh I feel like gosh. I, is that which which is that the meme one or is that the action? Which I mean, there are lots meme. of memes on it. Yeah, I mean, Robert movie. Downey plays a black man. Yeah. And I've never seen that movie. I've heard so much about it. Oh, oh. God, it is yeah. Isn't that when Robert Downey Jr. was still at the low of his career and he kept taking yeah. all these bad roles? Because until Iron Man, what I feel like he was... Like, yeah, very, Iron Man he was, was when, on... Uh, yeah. He was on a bad level for I mean, he was, he was his like, life was kind of a mess before Exactly. Man, Everything yeah. was a mess, yeah. yeah. Um, Thing was, is, it was actually released the same year Iron Man was released. Oh, really? I yeah. did not know that. I'm very surprised by that. The first Iron Man. 2008 action comedy. Oh, was that even like around the same time as Iron Man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never seen this movie. Oh, dude, you gotta check it out. Oh, it's something. Yeah, yeah. Dude, just the cover. What were you gonna say about it, Emmanuel? <laughs> no, 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 I just said it based oh, on what he said gotcha. uh, with the race uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. A movie being called Race. I mean, that. Have you guys seen? Uh, do you guys have you guys watched Community, the show? I have. Oh my god, I love it. Now, a friend of mine and I, like, it's our favorite. What was it we watch it Community. Together. Community. Oh, I've heard of it. Oh, Abbott you gotta watch and, it. Abbott and uh, Troy. Troy. Troy oh, and Abbott in the morning. Uh, yeah. Nights. But remember when Abbott played. Uh, God. Batman. Oh, yeah, that too. Oh, that was epic. Oh, yeah, great. But no, when did you watch the show? So I started watching it during COVID. So oh. the, the, this friend, and at the time I didn't have a car, he would come pick me up. We'd sit down and binge the show. So you haven't watched the best episode yeah. because it was removed from streaming services within like the last year or two. Yikes. Due to lots of, con- lots of controversy around it. Hey. So what? Sorry, continue. Okay. The uh, so there is uh, they do multiple Dungeons and Dragons episodes. Yeah, I yeah. think they do either two or three total. But the first one was removed 
because Chang in one of the opening scenes when they're picking their characters is playing a dark elf so he literally (laughs) paints himself pitch black and everyone was like it's not even okay (laughs) but everyone was like you can't have this on a streaming service like and so like Netflix Hulu everything took it down but it is one of the funniest episodes I've ever seen it's like my all time favorite episode can I just say that you guys mischaracterized this movie um Another aspect that drew warning before the release of the movie and criticism afterward was Robert Downey Jr. playing a white, playing a white Australian actor who dons black face as part of his method acting. So he was playing oh, a character who was method acting gotcha. as a black guy. So he wasn't. So he, yeah. so he wasn't playing a black guy. He was playing it was a, a character. joke about yes. him. Yes, it was yeah. a joke. Okay. His character in the show does black gotcha. to make fun of extreme method actors. Ah, okay. I see. So that seems like that Th- seems, that's an apology on my part. It's mm. equally it's like that seems like it's equally likely to make people mad, but, but it's, it's much more acceptable, much more like much but, less. You shouldn't be yeah. mad. Yeah, you yeah. shouldn't be mad about it. So that's all I have to. That's I because I just I was like, there's no way. You 2008. There's no way that someone was actually black. It's because his character was supposed to be a satire gotcha. of people who yeah. would do that. So. I see. I can't. I still need to see that though. That's yeah. So you gotta funny. watch it. Yeah. It's an entertaining movie. Um, yeah, dude. How do you feel about graven images? What? Graven images. Well, I was just thinking about episodes that aren't allowed on the internet. What the hell is that? Graven image. Thou shalt not make a graven image of Muhammad, the prophet. I think you just stole from the Ten Commandments and put Muhammad in there. I did. Well, no, but it's, I think it unironically translates something. Like that. So you can't. So uh, you can't depict Muhammad. Oh yeah, yeah. The South Park episode. The episodes that depict I, Muhammad I, I'm are not a South Park fan. Perma banned from everything. Wait, I mean, how can you? Okay, I, I hate th- South Park. South I can't Park, do the animation style. Yeah, that's the and best. And I think part. it's annoying. I think their voices. It are probably annoying. is, but dude, this. Uh, oh man, I there's South, South Park. It's uh, so I think good. This <laughs> is something like Rick and Morty. Uh, it's it's like the OG Rick and Morty. It's uh, the most. It's probably the most extreme of the standard adult comedy. Yeah, shows. yeah, of adult uh, animation for sure. There, no, not of adult animation. Dude, have you ever seen like the, the 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 Black Samurai ones? No. Or the or like no. So some of the adult animation ones that like the 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 two a.m. in hotel rooms like those are some of them are whack. Um, no it's the cool. most standard mainstream adult. Comedy, yeah, fair uh, enough, adult fair cartoon. Enough. Sorry, some of the, yeah, some of the, some of the, like, <laughs> some of the, I mean, even like the, the Boondocks. Oh, that's fair. The Boondocks is pretty wild. No, but I don't. Uh, well, I don't. I haven't watched enough of South Boondocks. Park. Boondocks is really good. Oh, it's I've seen all of it and I love it. Yeah, it's amazing. Boondocks is Remember, amazing. I told you this friend who he and I are almost telepathic. Yep. We both love it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we watched it at different times. Then I tell him, "Hey, I saw this show like Boondocks." He was like, "Wait, you've been watching?" I'm like, "Yes, I just finished." He said, "Me too." It's, so <laughs> it's epic. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. So yeah, mm-hmm. I. South Park can be really annoying, and it's super ridiculous, but I re- go and watch. You can look it up. I think you can watch it for free on, like, ComedyCentral.com. They still have them up. But, like, the Cock Magic episode. Please watch the Cock Magic episode. I don't know if I want to. Um, it's about Magic the Gathering. Oh. Oh, you play Yu-Gi-Oh, not Magic. Yeah, I ain't about that Magic uh, life. Magic's too expensive. Still Sorry. watch it, though. They probably don't have a Yu-Gi-Oh episode, so you they should watch that They definitely don't. They probably make fun of Yu-Gi-Oh they in might, that they, episode, I mean, without a doubt. They just about everything, but it's about... <laughs> it's... <laughs> So the okay, I would say the the point of the episode is that they they're playing they're playing something called 
they're doing a game called cock magic and what you do is you have it's cock fighting except the chickens play magic the cat <laughs> so the dad the dad randy is like what are you boys doing that he's like cock magic he's like oh really well i was he's something of a something at cock magic when i was oh, in college no. all the ladies oh, no. loved it so what he thinks it is is it's like magic tricks with your penis <laughs> So he goes around for the rest of the episode showing people his cock magic <laughs> while the kids are, like, in the middle of this underground fighting ring, which is chickens playing Magic the Gathering. You can't tell me that's not funny. That you can't tell hilarious. me that's not funny. Maybe I have to give it another you have try. To watch that episode at least. Because I, I tried watching it a long time ago, and I've definitely broadened my horizons since then to, like, stuff I'm willing... Especially in terms of, like, animation style. And I owe that mostly to you and another friend of mine. I don't care as much about... The school I was at before, yeah. uh, who convinced me to watch JoJo's, and I attempted it like three times and yeah. couldn't do it, and then eventually just went for it. And yeah, it's my favorite anime of all time now. Yeah. It's so good. Well, that's why. I mean, if if you, whenever somebody says about animation style, and I'm like, no, you got to take it as part of the art. It's like yeah, the, like yeah, the, the, the One Punch Man author. Exactly. What the, I, I what don't know. What no, no. What's the show? What's the one? oh uh, Mob Psycho 100? Yeah, Mob Psycho. Like if you like. Like, yeah, you just, you got to give it a chance. Because if I know, if I just saw the animation of that, I would never watch the yeah, show. But that's the thing. It's I, like everyone's, when it comes to anime, people, I feel like, at least mainstream, like, anime watchers, they're yeah. so used to shonen animation. Yeah. Where it's, like, done in a specific way that's meant to be appealing to the yeah. eye. And so when you see stuff that's not in that way, you're like, eh, this looks gross. But yeah. it's like you you gain an appreciation for it and you're able to experience so many anime and things that you wouldn't otherwise because they're done in this yeah, different yeah. style yeah, or a I, different style. Like for me, the animation style of South Park super adds to it because it's so it's like I'm watching like a puppet show for kids. I mean that's and literally how it started out was like they did they didn't yeah. have money for animation so yeah, they yeah, yeah, actually yeah, yeah. made cardboard cutouts. And yeah, those, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's super it's like super low budget and yeah. super like 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 part of me feels like that's what it's it's like comedy reduced to its roots where you have like these these little just like I just like come on like the PC principal episodes the principal is super politically correct he goes in the boys bathroom and I think it was like Cartman says like a racist joke so he beats the shit out of him <laughs> so you just have this big muscly principal beating the crap out of a nine year old in the bathroom because he says something politically incorrect like how do- <laughs> How do you not laugh at this? like you're laughing at this? You, yeah. you love yeah, South Park. Yeah, yeah. I maybe tell. I would. Maybe I it's, would. That's so. There's just scenes like that that are just so utterly ridiculous that ah mm-hmm. ah. Uh, uh, <laughs> gluten episode. Cartman goes around telling everyone that if you eat too much gluten, your dick's gonna fall off and explode. And so then the entire episode, he's talking about that, and the, the episode has some mainline thing. And then at the very end of the episode, the uh, a guy goes up on stage at the middle of like a, in the school auditorium, and he's like, to prove, just prove everyone's things about gluten, I'm going to eat this block of pure gluten. And he eats it, and his dick starts shooting around the room like a rocket, and then explodes. <laughs> oh, God. It's just... Like, oh, they have such a good imagination. They have such yeah. a good imagination. Hmm. Rick and Morty's pretty based. Rick and Morty fans are the worst people in the world. I love Rick and Morty. Get Everyone can agree on this, I think. Like, like diehard Rick and Morty fans. They're I, the I, ones I, who gave Rick and Morty a bad name. Yeah. It's yeah, their I fault. Yeah. But Rick and Morty's just a good show. Yeah. You're lying to yourself but if like you think people it who like get into all this meta analysis of everything and all that, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Well, I do that. But they're the ones who are just like, it's the same thing with like Big Bang Theory fans. I thought Big Bang Theory was like, it's, oh, it's, it's the most like the most popular show uh-huh. on mainstream TV for like a huge amount of time. Yeah. It was also the most hated. Um, 
I thought it was, I thought Which it was fine. Which one's that? Big, Big Bang, Bang Theory. All the nerds. It was wonderful. I, I know. I liked it. it. I didn't genu- love it. But no, it was yeah. just a genuinely, like, like okay, like, family comedy show yeah, or whatever. exactly. Like, uh, a significant improvement over Two and a Half Men, I thought. Like, I, thought it was I like, love Two and a Half Men. <laughs> I, I liked a lot of it, too, but as far as, like, something you can, like, like a, like a family. Because yeah, it was on, like, for it sure. was on, like, prime time. Yep. Like, like, I thought it was a much better... Um, and I came from, like, a science household. So we were like, mm-hmm. oh, look, they're talking about actual physics. Most of the time, it's, yeah, like, yeah. kind of bullshit. But the yeah. Schrodinger's cat episode was great. I love the Schrodinger's cat episode. Uh-huh. Stuff like that. So, yeah. no, it was, uh, yeah, those are good. Okay, do we, you guys haven't watched Star Wars. So I can't ask the Star Wars question. I have. Yeah. What is a your, long time. Yeah, you have. What is your favorite movie of all time? We're going to wrap up soon here, I know. <laughs> what is your favorite movie? I can't, I can't. You had to list a couple. So, like, when you say, like, what are the like best experiences I've had watching a movie, not counting when you were, like, having sex during them or something. Like, when you're actually watching the movie. Uh, oh, gosh, I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Um, Easy. Lord of the Rings. I mean, Lord of the Rings are high up there, Two yeah. Towers being my favorite. Uh, what are some of my other favorite movies? I really liked Source Code when it came out at the time. Which is a Jake Gyllenhaal movie, which is kind of a mindfuck, not really. I feel like I've watched every Jake Gyllenhaal movie, but I don't know if I've watched. Oh, uh, on the train. Yes, that yes. was that one. Was what that one was like? I it was always to the point where it was one of them, but I could never call it my favorite movie. But it was uh-huh. around the time when I was super into. Oh, I forgot the name of another one of my favorite movies. What is this called? So it was Inception. It was this movie, and it was the one where it's the guy who takes the pill that makes him super smart. Oh, Limitless. Limitless. Limitless was yeah. one of my favorite. Limitless. Yeah, it was, and it was, it was around good, the same yeah, time yeah. as that movie. Yeah. That movie, um, what, what is that called? Source Code? Yeah. yeah. Source Code and Limitless were like two of them where I'm like, I don't think this reaches the artistic height that like uh, Dark Knight or... Um, um, Dark Knight's high up there too. Or me. like the Lord of the Rings or uh-huh. like some of these other movies that are just like... Or, or Cloud Atlas, right? They're uh-huh. just not reaching that. But in terms of the... Or... or um, Interstellar. I was about or, to say that's another one. <laughs> uh, or or the dream one. Inception. 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 But it's like pretty good. It's probably yeah. like two and three behind Inception. Like yeah, Limitless. Yeah. Um, it was partially because it was like, it was, I just, I've always, that was something that I'd always wanted. Yeah. I grew up reading like Artemis Fowl books. You ever uh-huh. read Artemis no, Fowl as a kid? I, you don't read it. I forgot. Yeah, I um, can't read. But like. <laughs> Like it was about a, it was about a, it was just a story. It was like a kind of like a kids book series about like a boy genius who uh-huh. was like the Chris criminal mastermind. It was like young adult, so he, uh-huh. he did some pretty nasty stuff. But like, um, and like, so it was just like that was the, kind of the power trip that I was enjoying. Yeah, so yeah. I love Limitless, um, and the source code was similar along the same vein. I mean, I um, I just always like the idea of like being able to like hack the human body, especially the human mind. Like whether yeah. it's you know going beyond, and I think part of that's also why I appreciate like anime, especially like fighting anime, because they're always like, oh, we're gonna go one hundred and ten percent. Yeah. It's like, oh, and I know you hate yeah. that, but yeah, yeah whatever. Uh, but, like, I, I actually got super into, uh, what is it called, like, transhumanism and, like, um, body modifications still super, and stuff. I, I've always been, my mom is super anti-transhumanism. Like, like she actually has a whole philosophy built against it. Uh-huh. I'm super into that. I think because, it's super cool. I haven't, like, read up on it as much recently. you say transhumanism? So, what when, do you I, mean? when I was... When I was 14 or 12, I don't remember the age, I went to my parents' stockbroker and I asked him to help me invest in biotech because I wanted to help invest in my own immortality, Mm -hmm. just to give you a sense of how serious I am about that. So transhumanism is transcending the human condition. So whether that's through technology implants into the human body or uh, genetic modifications or mixing animal DNA into human DNA to add certain characteristics of certain animal species. eventually just becoming a a cyborg 
or transcending to some higher plane yeah, of, or of bringing your brain into a computer, like uploading yeah. it to a computer, whatever the case so, is. Got it. And I have always wanted to, even if I just need to go and like orbit a black hole so that I, I see there's a math thing or a physics thing where you, you get closer and closer and you go higher to the speed of C and time goes very slowly for you and very fast for the rest of the world. And assuming yeah. that you don't die from radiation or spaghettification or any number of or like you just go inside and then enter, uh, um, the, well, no, I'm interstellar, never, uh, we're spoiler. Not gonna, no. Well, I mean, so the physics doesn't quite, well, obviously, but there, yeah, but yeah, um, the, like, then I want to pop out and I just want to see what happens because in, in after the death long, I think it might even be before the death of the sun. I have this all mapped out on somewhere in my old paperwork online, but like the Andromeda galaxy is going to collide with our own galaxy. That's crazy. Don't you guys yeah. want to see what happens? I mean, we won't. So it doesn't <clears throat> it's matter. It's not going to happen. We're not going to. Even if it did, it's not going to happen until several. Well, yeah, but, but that's what saying, I'm don't saying. Don't you want to see when that I happens. want to be there. There's a lot of things I want to experience. I, I would have. love to be immortal. I know a lot of people have the debate over, like, immortality and, like, oh, it'd be horrible. But I would love to be immortal. I would. I, would I love, love learning immortal. too much to not want to be True. immortal. Like, but I would go insane. In 200 years. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. So we need the, there's the, I forgot which sci-fi book it was, but you need to be able to compartmentalize your enemy, your memory where you can take like 20-year chunks and just put it, to get it out of your brain, get it out of your mm-hmm. head so that you can continue thinking based on small, and then you can go and you search like AI search functions to go through those memories and get you what you need. Because mm-hmm. um, like, I feel like by the time I'm 80... I feel like I'm already losing my mind. I'm not gonna have yeah. much left, man. Yeah, I'm, there's, I'm already, th- I'm already worn thin, and I'm 26. So like, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much is gonna be there by then. But then again, if immortality exists and you are someone who does become, like, if we figure out a way to become immortal, it's going to be privatized and, like, it's going to be extremely monetized and only the rich and then they're I, just going to get richer and so you don't have to worry about money. And so there's probably a lot more you could do with immortality than you would do realistically I've given your been, situation in life. I've always been one of the people who says I would love for immortality to exist, but I think it absolutely shouldn't. Yeah, no, it would be I think the worst thing cause it's in, because for the human race. Unless everyone's going to be like, yeah, we're going to stop having children except in controlled amounts. Like, like you either need to embrace eugenics yep. <laughs> or, or you need to be like, or I don't even need eugenic, extreme measures of birth control. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But then you get into like, so, so basically what I'm saying is in a liberal society, you can't have immortality. No, no, that you can. I will, I will, I'm going to write a sci-fi book and explore that concept. Unless I, of I course, like that we out. explore like additional planets and stuff and spreading out through the galaxy and then you don't have to worry about overpopulation, but that's a whole well, other You always eventually, and there's still well, resources Well, no, the universe is always expanding. But there's going to be there's, you're always guaranteed to get to a point where you can't expand further, right? Especially as space is expanding. Sorry, just the gentle wind blowing through the studio there. <laughs> All right, does anybody have any last thoughts on social media or loneliness? Yeah, like we're talking about social media or loneliness. Yeah, or movies. movies. <laughs> I mean, I could go. We could do a whole series of like fifty episodes on movies. I, what I, said, I wanted to do like a, a spin-off podcast on pop culture, and I would kind of just worked our way in, in yeah, into this uh, one. Whatever. So, um, yeah, I do. Uh, in terms of last thoughts, I would say, well, although we made a digression uh-huh. halfway through into movies, small but I, I'm just like, I feel like this is. That's like the big thing. Uh, when you have other people that you can just sit around and have like a goofy chat like this about like favorite movies, about memes, and about this, it takes away that feeling of oh, without loneliness. Doubt. And so, yeah, uh, if you're listening to this, uh, find have some fun. people like, to have find goofy chats with. Like, 
But you it's hard for people. Some people, and that's why it's like such a big issue, especially mm-hmm. like if you have anxiety or other mental health conditions. Like it's very hard to socialize, and COVID didn't make it easier. <coughs> and I know some people in my life personally, like who, who, who struggle socially. And I wish there was more I could do. But I know that yes,、um, social anxiety can be. Uh, like some people really do have a condition of、oh, social yeah, anxiety, doubt,、yeah. but most people, for most people, that's not the case. For most people, it's like, yeah, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, if you step out there to interact with a stranger, then you put yourself in a position of being rejected. I'm like, well, that's all of life.、Uh, everything's about taking risks. I remember when I got here at first, I had to step out, like coming into a new culture, coming into a new place. I didn't know anyone. Uh, I spent most of my time in coffee shops. I got to meet random people, like oh, just talk with people, like like、mm-hmm. be the one to introduce yourself to someone But else. That, that's very hard for some people.、It's、I know like, it is. To give you guys, like by the、mm-hmm. way, Emmanuel is like pretty, like shredded and handsome, <laughs> and has generally good facial features. So like, you know, he's like, oh yeah, guys, it's so easy to just walk up to people and talk to them. And、yeah. I want to give you guys, it's, it's, it's like at least a little bit privileged in that regard. But yeah, yeah.、Uh, sorry, no, continue. <laughs> Uh, Now that you see, I feel like I've lost any form of credibility. <laughs> I mean, he's one of those people who's just like, he's just like, man,、it's、I don't、so、know why、easy. it's so why easy to just、complain? talk to people.、Yeah. Like everyone likes me. Like I don't know what you guys are so worried about. Everyone wants to talk to me. I don't get it. <laughs> But also, okay, so another part of it is I've always made it so、uh, often in like,、um, say, like church uh, gatherings and. Uh, uh, Like youth events, yeah, yeah.、Uh, I always made it a point to,、uh, just as a matter of personal principle, where I don't at events like that, I don't hang out with my usual friends over there. I、Based. often like make it a point to make new friends, make new friends to、yeah. talk to,、yeah. like often people who are by alone by themselves,、mm-hmm. because I know that、uh, growing up I did have a lot of social anxiety as well,、mm-hmm. and. I know the feeling of being alone and not really having friends, not feeling like you belong at a place. Especially when you get to certain places, like you already have a lot of cliques that exist, where、yeah. everyone like forms their little huddle and everyone's talking. They、yeah. often have some people on the outside, and so I always make it a point to step out there, be the one to. Make another person feel welcome to、uh, interact with someone else. Make someone else feel special because at the end of the day, like you look at what social media gives to us. Like you were talking about the f- number of followers,、mm-hmm. it's all about a feeling of importance. It's all about、mm-hmm. a feeling of、yeah. being wanted. Yeah,、uh, like looking at the number of likes. It's all about feeling special. And social media gives us that. The only reason why social media can give I mean, us that. I mean, maybe you, Mister Pretty Boy, over here. <laughs> and and the only reason why we search for it on social media is because we don't get it in real life.、Yeah. Assume everyone had a good amount of it. In I mean, I'm、life. sure of some course there are some people want more, but true, know, that's that's fair enough. Point.、Yeah. But if we all had a good amount of validation within, like、yeah. in real life, I don't think we'd all be seeking seeking for it on social media. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair I enough. think it's a really good. I think, I think what you said there is great. I guess good stuff.、Mm-hmm. I think it's good stuff. I I think that. It's okay to seek validation in social media, but、yeah. that shouldn't be、Your、the、own. first place you seek yeah. it yeah. or the only place you yeah. seek it.、Yeah. Online friends are not substitutes for real for friends. Real friends. Online social life is not a substitute for real social life,、yeah. and this is something that I think I've only come to learn as an old person. Like to to like, I, I feel like I'm learning、an、that that's more、person. important. Yeah, dude, I'm ancient. 
Dude, <laughs> shut up. I'm old. so old. No, you're not. I'll look, I'll literally look 10 years younger once I like don't look like a homeless person anymore. Whenever yeah, I clean up, I look so much younger. And, yeah, but yeah. Right now, I actually just <laughs> look and feel old. Although there was one thing I was really proud of myself for having done somewhere within 2020 when COVID just began. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember the semester we came back and it was almost like halfway through. We sort of knew that at some point we we're going to go home like permanently. Uh, remember there was this time where we came in and was it after October break or after Thanksgiving break? I think was 2024. Was like the second shutdown? No, 2024. 2024. The fall of 2020. Okay. Because oh. spring was the semester where we went home. Oh, and it was fall, spring rather. Okay, yeah, then yeah. I believe it was, it, after, it was spring break. It was right before have been the spring. was like, okay. we're not okay. going to come back. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I think you, that semester I remember... Uh, you know, things were very weird where people could take days off and then these students had come in and there was not very much interaction. But even before that, whenever I came in, uh, like since I started teaching, uh, I would often like force these students to interact with each other. So mm-hmm. you'd have... Uh, Talk to him, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, okay. not in that sense. Not in that sense. But I, I would, I, you have to pair up with someone. Rachel. The standard teacher's yeah. like yeah. method. The I mean, standard yeah. thing. And then it was always something that you had to talk with someone else. It was hard enough that you couldn't do it by yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that... like. Challenge after three or four weeks, you'd often find some of these people. I'd often see them like walking with the people that, oh, yeah, no, without know, outside that's of class. How and I make most, or at least yeah. during undergrad, how mm-hmm. I made most of my friends was through mm-hmm. classes and working together and helping the person who sat next to yeah. me, whatever the case <laughs> is. And I really appreciated that, like <laughs> yeah, just to see that I, I was able to help What's someone so have funny, Daniel? a no, bit of a social life. My, it was a thing for my college. own memory. Uh, I, it, it was the, very exciting to see that. The, yeah. I was there's a girl that I was I was like had wa- been wanting to be paired up with, yeah. and I finally paired up with her. Yeah. And that morning, I had gone through a breakup and I'd been <laughs> crying. So I went there, and it was a physics it was a physics lab. So we had to like attach these things. You had to squeeze them, and I was mm-hmm. like kind of like my eyes were like super bloodshot, and you had to like squeeze the thing, and my thing was my hands were super shaky. <laughs> so just like looked like this drowned rat, like trying to clip <laughs> these things on. I'm like I'm so glad I got. Paired up with you. <laughs> Dude, my my, my own life makes me laugh so much. It was so, so funny. funny. Although for people like you, I tried my best never to to only pair people based on sexes. Except for people like me. In which way do you mean? <laughs> people like you hoping to be paired up with a certain girl. That hardly oh. ever happened. Except when we had like maybe an odd number of girls and guys then eventually would have so what you're saying is you specifically avoided pairing people of the opposite sex how dare you that is what you think you're like make room for jesus teacher over here (laughs) (laughs) jesus I had a I had a super funny I had a super funny earth science teacher who yeah. had all like the high school dances yeah. would do would just like or people because like high school kids are gross like making out in the oh, halls yeah, and no, stuff. It's disgusting. Like, yeah. Make room for Jesus. Yeah. Or like one of one of my one of the friends in the grade above me who would always his path through the hallway would be to walk between every single couple <laughs> even if they're like up against. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That kid almost got beat up so many times. Oh, I He's am a legend sure. for it. Oh, so funny. All right. Closing I kind of like this Paul? guy. He's yeah. kind of like him. I should start doing that, except no one really does that within I the was gonna say, I, mean, I was going to say, college college point. kids, like, yeah. you're adults. I mean, one they also have their dorm to do like whatever the they want. Say, yeah, high school kids kind of need to because, like, yeah. you, you don't get to do it other times. But, mm-hmm. like, well, I don't. So I shouldn't say kind of need to, but it's more understandable, right? Yeah, yeah. When, when college kids do it, you're like, bro. 
I, I don't need to say get a room because I know you have one. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, well, I guess sometimes you don't, but tell that loser to get off his computer, stop playing League of Legends, and give you guys 30 minutes yeah, or literally. something. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or turn the music up loud. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, closing arguments. Um, social media, I don't know. There are plenty of good. Uh, I love memes. Uh, I, people stay connected. That's cool and all. I think there's also plenty of bad. I think we need to revisit a lot of the stuff regarding social media and the norms around it and how mm. we... Uh, uh, what's the term I'm looking for? How we engage with it? No, I'm looking for like kind of like deputize, but not deputize. Oh, like monitor, regulate, regulate. regulate. How we regulate it? Um, I don't know. Loneliness. Loneliness sucks. I feel like most people experience it in their life, and for those that really struggle with it, it's shitty. Um, and I think social media definitely exacerbates that. Which is try that word again. Exacerbates. No, try it again. Exacerbate. Exacerbate? You combined exacerbate with masturbate into exacerbate. <laughs> you need to pick exacerbate? one. Exacerbate? Yes. Really? Oh yes. My. I actually did not Have know that. Have you been the, pronouncing it like exacerbate? I, mean, I, I never really use the word, but that, yeah, I, I just. Oh, no. How about that? Are. Now I gotta look up the word. How's it spelled? Exacerbate. E-X. Keep going. Is it E R? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Watch your judgment. Oh, you uh, Google that. E X. Uh, <laughs> no, this should be A. C. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. E X A. Oh, shut up! N-C-E-R. You're just as bad. Just I don't hear your shit. Exacerbate. Yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, it makes the wow. Re- way to really take away from the message I'm making here. God damn. <laughs> That's it's fine. We know horrible. you don't. I was, it was just. It was just that it sounded like masturbate, so I had to say something. It's funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> I Continue. mean, well, yeah, because I thought that's. How I, uh, I'm I, glad, I, but I'm I was, glad you've learned before your job interviews, right? That's good. Unironically, though. Why you, would I be using that you word? Sh- you're not going to try and use every big word you know at job interviews. <laughs> no, because I think that's the stupidest shit ever. It probably, it's a really bad. Idea. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, it exacerbates. The 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 prevalence and the issue of like loneliness and. Uh, I don't know. I wish there was more we could do specifically. I wish there was more I could do, but not an easy problem to address. Yeah. yeah. So do you still think that, I mean, obviously we didn't really go back and forth on it much, but you still think that it's probably been a net negative for the average person. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. And for people who do have mental health conditions, most definitely negative. Yeah. I would say in probably most, if not all cases. Yeah, I, I like obviously while I I try and fight against it, I don't like most like sorry, I kicked the table there, it went like a sound in the in the mic. Mm-hmm. Um I, I I definitely push against like a lot of apocalyptic messaging and like these things are bad and stuff, but like clearly like I don't think social media is good for me. I don't I don't use it. Uh-huh. I, I like I, I I but I know that I engage with it in a very unhealthy manner. Um and I actually like lack of social media has caused me to like not keep connected with like a lot of people from high school and from undergrad that like I wish that I could. So like there's mm-hmm. some minimal level of usage of social media just to connect with people that I wish I had maintained. That I wish I hadn't gone full AWOL or full like away from everything. Um, but I think there's a difference between like cuz you can have an account and almost mm-hmm. never use Facebook. And that you can true. not have an account <clears throat> and spend 10 hours a day on YouTube or you yeah. can have an account and post no pictures and spend 10 hours a day on Scroll. Instagram. Yeah, yeah. No, so no, there's no. like, I think there's like disparate problems between like people who engage with their own selves negatively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
teen girls, for instance, on Instagram yeah, versus, like, people who use these algorithms to just, like, constantly get themselves little dopamine yeah. pinches, yeah, right? Exactly, yeah, exactly. Um, and I think both of those are definitely problems that we need to look into. I know that personally, like, I don't engage with them well, mm-hmm. and I think it's my responsibility to, like, be aware of that, and I feel yeah. like kids can't do that, yeah, right? No, yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. You can't expect them to. So, yeah, I agree with you guys. I think that something... Like, something probably does need to be done, and it seems like the geriatrics in our government are, like, getting towards that, but um, <laughs> we'll see. So, yeah. anyway, good. I think relatively we all agree on this one, to yeah. the most part. So. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the talk about movies, guys. <laughs> this is yeah. the Finding the Overton Window podcast. I'm Daniel T. Fuller. I'm Paul Dougal. I'm Emmanuel. And we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs>